Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Manchester United Liverpool show, Manham United podcast analysis at Anfield podcast. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United or Liverpool related. I'm sure there'll be plenty of questions in regards to the game that went on the stalemate at Anfield. Big up to everyone that's tapped in though. Make sure you run up the likes, whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back after the live, run up the likes. Big up to everyone listening on the audio platforms, share across all the socials and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well, people. I know you didn't get the Man United earlier. It's been a long day, people, but I did move that to Thursday. So myself, the rest of all the Man who you see on the Man United will um, be on the Thursday edition, 4.30pm. That will be H. I didn't do a watch along either. Like I said, long day, family stuff. But yo, the show must go on. Big up to everyone in the chat. As well, and of course, man, it's not just me. You know what I'm saying it's the first Man United crossover, but I had to go and get. You know what I'm saying the team, the squad. You know what I'm saying the Avengers. Like that, that's what this is, man. Like I had to go get. You know what I'm saying definitely a better lineup than Manchester United, 110 percent without question. So I got welcome one of the latest additions to the show. You see him here on a weekly basis. My light G is in the building. Yes, G, are you telling me you good? I'm good. Hey, man, as long as I'm Spider Man, I, I don't really mind. You know what yeah, I'm man, you good. Good, pick, pick good. a what's it called, man. Pick, pick, I'm pick whichever so, um, Avenger you want, man. You know what I'm saying? I have, listen, look, my son, my son's a Spider Man fan, so I gotta be Spider Man, man. But I'm all good, bro. I'm all good, man. How are you? How are you? Oh, blessed, man. Oh, blessed. Looking forward to the show. Good to have you back on as well. And of course, yes, you know what I'm saying? This is the next one I'm into. The next guy I'm introducing, hilarious content creator. Trust me, just, just funny. You know what I'm saying? And that just hilarious with delivery. Super honest about his own team. So I, I rate him for that. He's not biased like that, even though he's always running jokes, making his second special guest appearance and i need to make that permanent i need to talk to him i'm not gonna lie and try and pattern that go welcome my like tom is in the building yes tom what are you telling me you good i'm good mate i'm good at everything but sunday from 4 30 to about 7 was fine <laughs> had no complaints so yeah Fair's fair. So you know what? We'll start there, Tom, since you mentioned it. Liverpool nil, Manchester United nil. Obviously, there was plenty of talk before the game from both sides. And it was a question of not only are Liverpool winning this match, but by how many. So yeah, Tom, your your yeah, thoughts. Uh, on God, who, who would ever suggest that Liverpool win by <laughs> loads of goals? No one, no one, no one suggests something like that. Uh, it was it wasn't really good. No, I I didn't enjoy that <coughs> performance. Started off all right for the first five minutes and then mm-hmm. curtailed into nonsense. I had to watch Soberstar trip over his own feet about five times. I had to watch Salah just not get involved. I had to watch Nunes and Diaz just, boy, it's something else, you know, watching them two sometimes. <laughs> Darwin Nunes is, he's, he's something, he's something. I, I, have, I have to take the good and the bad with them, but Sunday was certainly a bad. Sunday was certainly a bad. Uh, I thought the defence was actually quite good. I thought Trent was was a, a, had a really good game. Canate, Van Dijk, Simicast, even Endo. It's just once you get to the part of the pitch which actually matters when you're going to dominate a team, didn't have anything there. Did we? we might as well just played. You know, I, I can find five people off Stanley Park and put them and they probably have more chemistry than our front five <laughs> in that game. But when, when I'm watching Nunes get the ball on the edge of the box with... Simicast bomb on down his left. Diaz open to his right. Salah at the back post. And Nunes' decision is to go, huh, and wait, and wait, and wait. And then United get back into shape and then kick it into the defender. And then the chance is gone. I, I, it was at that point where I saw it just went, 
yeah, I don't think it's happened today. Mm. Uh, don't don't think he got subs right in terms of the time he brought them on. Should have come on at half time. Should have should have taken certain man off earlier. But look, it, it's not the end of the world. Um, still second on the table, a point behind Arsenal. At least it's not a loss, but it puts a hell of a lot more pressure on the game against the Gunners on Sunday, on Saturday. Yeah, because you, yeah, you played them Saturday. Yeah, big game, half five. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, for real. Now, I'm looking forward to that. We'll be a watch along for that on the Twitch people. I'm, I'm not seeing interest in that. Are you not looking? <laughs> no, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> nah, it should be a good game. It should be. A, you all got a chance. That was like, like before we obviously get your further thoughts because you did mention it in regards to the attack, and now that's been a conversation because you mentioned Nunes, for instance. I've seen people mention um, Diaz as well. Um, H chat Aston, no, sorry, Warrior J asked in the chat about Shabazzla's recent form. But G, we'll get your thoughts on the game as well, just like overall. Uh, kind of echo what Tom's saying, but I, I'll also be real. I feel like United came and did their job. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I felt like um, it was just one of those games. Everything Tom said is is correct, though. Do you know what I mean? In terms of Liverpool's performance um, with some of the players. Obviously, we'll talk about the Nunezes, the attack and all of that kind of stuff later on in the show. But I felt like, let's put it this way. If we're going to be happy as Liverpool fans that we went away to Stamford Bridge, got a point, went to the Etihad, got a point. I feel like United coming away to Anfield and getting a point for them anyway, that's a good thing. Obviously, for us, it's disappointing because of the way that we played in certain aspects. But flawless, how many times have I been on the how many times I've been on the show and talked about Liverpool and the way that we play and the style of football and stuff like that? Yes, you I'll are be honest. I, 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 I've, th- th- that game wasn't any different than most of the games I've seen this season. The only difference is we just couldn't score. So for me, I felt like we kind of got what we deserved and what we probably what we've deserved in other games where I've just not really felt like we've deserved to win the game, but maybe we've got a last uh, a goal, Harvey Elliott, you know, last minute against Crystal Palace or four wonder goals yeah. against Fulham, you know what I mean? Or Darwin Nunes turning into prime R9 against Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle like, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, these, these kind of things, I'm, I'm looking at overall performance and I'm like, don't think we deserved it, but we got the win. So we kind mm. of swept it under the rug. And in this and, game, hey, I, I know what that's like being a Manchester United fan, getting results and not deserving it. Trust me. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And I think that I think that when I'm looking at you know the game as a whole, I'm just like, yeah, like we got what we deserved, and Man United got what they deserved, which is everyone walked away with a point. Liverpool didn't deserve really to win it. We were dominant, but not really doing enough, in my personal opinion. And as Tom said, as we will get into Darwin Nunes, <laughs> the whole Nunes, the Diazes, and etc. etc. I don't want to just place it on him, by the way, because I don't think yep. he was even the worst player um in our attack that's the maddest thing but obviously we'll talk about him in a bit uh, we will definitely big up everyone that is locked in i see the numbers going up but the likes is way too low like check one two one two let's run up those likes people continue to get your questions in i will start the best questions of course to make sure we get to your questions super jack people and we will do that make sure you subscribe to g and tom little's channels as well both links are in the title so you click the links it opens up new tabs and then you that way you can subscribe to the channels and find all of their socials as well ryan i've sent you the link i think anyway on whatsapp i'm going to double check but i did i think i did yeah. Yeah, it's in, the group. it's in the group. Yeah, yeah, it's in the group. And yeah, I think I sent it him separately anyway. But yeah, G, you mentioned it there. So let's talk about it. Because that is, that has been, from what I've seen, a major talking point in regards to the game is your attack Darwin Nunes, Diaz, Shabazzlai, someone like I mentioned, asked about his um his poor form, etc. So where do you stand in regards to the, to the, to the attack? 
I did a show on it literally. Uh, I dropped it today, and I spoke about. I've always said, yeah, in terms of depth, you we've got good depth. Like in terms mm-hmm. of all of them, the, the Gapos, Diaz, uh, Salon, Nunes. Um, so, uh, yeah, we we got really really good uh, Jota. We got good depth in that sense. Individually, though, take out Salah individually. How much better are these guys than I don't know Ollie Watkins or Callum Wilson or Isak <laughs> or Gigi, like, as individuals? Maybe yeah, <clears throat> I would probably I'll, I'll probably give like a Diogo Jota a pass, so to speak, because I actually think he's a really really good striker. Just mm-hmm. cannot stay fit. But again, availability has got to be one of your better abilities, you know. And he's showing again that unavailability that he's always had, you know, since he kind of joined Liverpool. So when I'm looking at Liverpool's attack as a whole. And I, and I mentioned it like in a show time ago about have we got the best attack. Again, depth-wise, I still believe, yes, it's a good attack because mm-hmm. not many people can say they can draw upon this amount of players who are on their day really, really good. The problem is their days are not consistent enough. Do you get well, what I'm trying to say? Like they're, they're, We've got the Salah who can put in a yeah, 1 out of 10 performance but will score a goal. And get you an assist, but he'll put in a one one out of ten performance. But he got the number, so you know he he gets his own bly in his own kind of way. But the rest of them, they ain't doing none of that though. And they've shown Nunes. I think it's one goal in ten games. Gapo is like two or three in the last ten games. Diaz is one or two. You, you, the numbers don't read well. They don't read well for these guys. So then I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, I don't know if it's just poor form or this is actually a real cause for concern. We'll know come January, though, how Liverpool try to play without Mo Salah actually being there because now there's going to be more emphasis on someone actually stepping up. So for me, I'm looking at it thinking, can they step up? It's not like before you're like, when we've had Mo Salah or Sadio Mane go to AFCON, you don't need anyone to step up because no one is able to step up anyway and we don't have the players to do so. So you're not looking at it to be like, oh, I need someone to really step up. It's just, we'll just collectively do this, whatever. Now we're actually looking like, no, we actually want someone to actually try and step up because we need to see, are you guys going to be the business when this guy actually goes, which might be sooner than we think. So we need to see what do you guys do when you don't have the main man? Because when the main man's here, you guys can play relatively well. When he's not here, Let's see how that kind of goes. And I think that's the kind of key for me when I'm looking at, you know, Liverpool's attack, you know, in the future. It's I don't just, know what you it, think, it, it, from, but yeah. It's, it's a nearly attack. <clears throat> it's got so many components that I like, but they just aren't mashing together correctly. And for certain players, I don't think they'll ever mash correctly. Surprisingly, Nunes is the one that I, out, out of the two that played, Nunes is the one that I've got the most faith in. Diaz, I think... That injury really just sort of killed them, confidence-wise, explosiveness-wise. So, if if I was if I had to move on from one in the summer, it'd be Diaz. That's not going to happen because the club will have a lot of faith in them. So, I expect to see them all kept. But going into the next set of games, the moment Jot is back, I'm going to the front three that I believe was the best. You know, going into the season, which was Salah on the right, Jot mm. on the left, Gakpo in the middle. That, that for mm. me is the best front three. It's got the best chemistry. It, it, it's got the most technical ability. It can score. It can assist. It can create. It does everything that you need. You get to use Nunes as an impact sub, which is what he's apparently been best as. You go and buy minutes and everything. Diaz can be an impact sub and play against the shit opposition. Mm. But if I had City tomorrow, I'm going Salah, Gakpo, 
Jota is the best front three. The issue is, can we keep Jota fit? And can we keep Gakpo up front with the mounting injury problems in midfield? Because it mm. will eventually get to the point where he's got to play midfield. Yeah. And I don't think that's the best for him. But look, it, it, since it was actually the attack was all right, and then we had the international break, and they've been crap ever since. So, whatever happened on international duty, fuck that off. Let's not do that again. Let's go no, back but... beforehand, and then we'll try and figure it out to at least an acceptable level because. It wasn't, you know, fire on all fronts before the international break. God, no, it's not been fire on all fronts all season. But the point we're at now, where we the only attacker to have scored in the Premier League since the international break is Mo Salah, and that itself was a deflected effort against mm. Crystal Palace. It's not good reading. It's not. So, but do you think though, Tom? Like, in terms of when, obviously, like in terms of the attack. You said obviously the international break, but we've been in that international break. We had like obviously we saw Nunes score for Uruguay, Diaz playing well for Colombia. You know, um, I think Gapo, I think he even scored actually on the international break as well. So they were from, oh, and again, I'm just going based off of what people kept saying during this international break because we all saw the comps, we all saw the tweets, we all saw the order, everyone saying, oh my goodness, these guys look like they're on form. And obviously we were doing okay with them prior to that international break. So going into that in the last international break with all of those guys playing relatively well, I think even Jota played um, pretty decent um, <clears throat> during that period as well. If all of that's happening, then I'm just sitting there thinking... <laughs> What's then changed? What's then changed since that point? I don't get it. Like, what? How could they have just all of a sudden now? They've just looked worse since that international breaks. I don't. I don't really understand. I I think the international breaks give a false perception of what they are because they play the mm. style of football that is suited to them. We have attackers that are better on the counter. That, that that's a fact. The bet they they yeah. are PC attackers who are volume attackers. So it's counter attacking players. And then we don't play a counter-attack system for obvious reasons because we dominate the majority of games, which is why when you look at the moments they've had this year, Darwin Nunes' best moments have been quick attacks or counter-attacks. Diaz's mm -hmm. best moments this year, quick attacks or counter-attacks. Diogo Jota is the anomaly because he can do both because he's just a fox in the box. He can work if you're holding possession, he can work if you're on the counter. Gakpo, I can't even judge him because he's had about four games up front and half of them have been with a shit set, like rotation around him. So it's very hard to judge him. When we have, when we dominate possession, we just seem to our, our attackers don't really know what to do when they've got time. Mm. They're more used to operating on instinct and not time. When they have time, they make the incorrect decisions. The only one who doesn't is Salah. So then everything gets funneled through Salah, and you really start to panic because if teams are able to cut off that supply line, fuck all is going to happen. Which is why when we've been getting bailed out recently, it has been. Your right back, your DM, your centre mids, your centre back will probably. I guarantee Virgil. Yeah, Virgil's bailed us out. Hey, so, so, sounds like you're talking about us with this attack thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so are we united apart, in disguise, bro? Apart from our attackers being good on the counter attack because they're just not good overall, but everything <laughs> else fits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everything <laughs> else fits. Carry on. Carry I, I, I want to back. I want to back these attackers, and I will back these attackers because they play for Liverpool, but. I also can't just gloss over the fact that none of them have scored Barcelona since 
the international break. And before, I can't even remember the game before. No, but they scored in, they scored in the game before. Ironically, three of them scored in the game before. And so that was a very good attacking game. Since then, we've not had one. And the only one you can really sort of look at and let off there is Jota, because he's been injured for the entirety of this run after getting that injury against City. So then you look at it and go, something has to change. And for me, it's you go Salah on the right, Gakpo in the middle, Jota on the left. If you want to, if it, 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 you know there are other combinations. You could try Nunes on the left. I think he's better off out there. Get, getting him, he, he, he goes in that channel anyway and he just clogs it up if he's the striker. So just put him out there and let someone else go in the middle. There's Some people have said put Diaz as a false nine. God knows if that works or not. God knows, but it's it, it, he can't That'll be worse. Never ever work. I think it's worth. I think it's worth trying. It, it can't it really be worse is. than what he's doing at the minute, though. It genuinely think, cannot be worse yeah, than what he's doing I think at the minute. He's technically good enough to play. I'm not even trolling. He's technically good enough to play in a false. I, I, I look at him this year, and all his good moments have come when he's been in the in in and around the penalty spot when he's in the central areas. Yeah. I look at the goal against Chelsea is the furthest wide he's been. He scored headers from in and around the centre. Uh, is flick up and volley against Bournemouth on the penalty spot. The, the two disallowed goals he's had this year, one against Tottenham, one against um, Crystal Palace, they were both striker runs that he made and he finished and he was offside. One of them was just fucking bollocks and the other one, he was quite clearly offside. But for me, it just it can't be worse than what he's doing out on the wing at the minute, which is making Anthony look like Aaron Wambasaka. Hey, hey, don't disrespect my defensive winger, man. That's the one thing he can do. That's the one thing he can do. Yo, he might have to go next to Linton Park, you know. Yo, I'm saying him as a left wing back, hey, it could work. That's all I'm yeah. saying, man. Him as a left yeah. wing back could definitely work because he has everything you need and you don't have to worry about his output going forward. Yeah, like, that's did, what it is. Are, are you willing to take the risk of 40 second minute? He's trying, you know, hold on to half time and see <laughs> left wing back decide to do some spins. Let's <laughs> caught in possession. Hey. And then Maguire's in a one on one foot race with the PC winger. I hear you, but if we were to, the craziest part is if we was to go with a back three with Malassia out, he's probably our best. Le- Actually, now nah, we got a regular. Look what I'm talking about. Like, the, the bar's on the fucking floor. Ryan, we'll go to you. Thoughts on the Liverpool Manchester United game. Liverpool nil. Manchester United nil. Here debating regular man today. What is life? Go on. <laughs> what is life? Yeah, go on, go on. I have to speak about this game again, man. I've, I'm trying hard to just remove it from a me- from a memory in it, but I can't, man. Like it, every time I just think about it, it just annoys me more. Like, how are we drawing to this? The worst, you know, champions, British Champions League team ever, the worst Champions League team ever, British team, and we drew to them at home when we were top of the league, and we beat them seven 0 last season. Like, honestly, bro, like, on it, it was just, <laughs> yo, you, you know, when people, about it, <laughs> bro, I went into that game thinking minimum four nil how, or something. How many? Yeah, 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 I get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, what it is, is, I don't, you know, when people are saying a lack of complacency or anything like that, I don't think it was that. I don't think there was any lack of effort from the players or anything. Mm. I just think it was a pure lack of quality from from them on, on the day to be honest and you kind of seen that for the last few weeks at the end of the day you've seen that since the international break possibly with the exception of the city game because i actually think the city game we deserved a draw i actually thought we fully deserved a draw in that game i know people disagree but that's just my opinion 
Um, but every game since then, Fulham, Sheffield United, Palace, we I don't we've been poor in all of those games. Very poor in all of those games. We should have lost to Fulham, and we probably should have lost to Palace as well. And we weren't great against Sheffield United, and we've just been getting away with it because of you can see the quality of those teams, but also because of individual brilliance from the likes of Trent <clears throat> and Endo with that goal against Fulham, um, Elliot McAllister. You know, when your forwards are, are scoring one goal, one deflected goal in five league games, is it? Is it five? It might be wrong. I think it is five. Then clearly there's something wrong. And like I said, the balance of the team just seems off as well. And this is where you have to get onto the manager. When all of your attackers aren't scoring like that for, you know, a significant period of time, you've got to question the manager and see what, what's wrong at the end of the day. How can, you know, we were deemed to have the best arguably the best attack in the league earlier in the season. And they were performing. You know, we were known as 3-1 FC earlier in the season. Yeah, we were scoring three teams. Games. Yeah, scoring we, were, a lot of goals. we were scoring goals, bro. Like, and now it's like most, and you've seen the kind of impact Mo Salah has for us because you've seen Mo Salah be off form for a few weeks and it's kind of like everything else in the attack has gotten exposed. We all knew we'd be reliant on Mo Salah. That's why it was so important for us to keep him that's why we couldn't let him go to Saudi. And he was performing really, really well up until the international break for us. You've seen the stats. Was it 11 Premier League goals? And I don't know how, however many assists. I don't know. Um, but he's been off form last few weeks. And we've just looked an absolute shambles in attack at the end of the day. It's just... And the midfield balance is all off as well. Like, as much as I get onto Sabozlai, and I do think he deserves massive criticism... The balance of the midfields are wrong. You can't play Gravenberch and Sabosla in the same midfield, bro. Like you just can't in it. Like there's just they they're both too similar. That's what it is. They're both too similar. They're both ball carrying midfielders. You need you, you know, and this is where I get annoyed with our fan base. You're saying well, you're missing McAllister a little bit. That's what that sounds like, right? No, I'm saying we're missing Curtis Jones. Hey, 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 hey. Let's not go too far, like. Let's be honest. But I'm saying we're missing Curtis Jones. What annoyed me with our fan base is cool, Curtis cool. Jones, right? Comes back from injury, a hamstring injury, away at the Etihad, arguably the toughest place you could go to in the league. Has has a poor game, and all of a sudden you have fans after that one game saying, Oh, always knew Curtis Jones wasn't good enough, sell him in January, you know, sell him and all that. I'm like this He's had one bad game. He's been, be- He's been our best. He's been our best midfielder. Almost two years I've been doing this Curtis Jones shit, and now people yeah. are finally seeing the lights. Two yeah, years. but he's been our best midfielder since April. But he has one bad game after coming back from injury away at the Etihad against City, and all of a sudden people are writing him off. It's ridiculous, bro. Do you want to disagree on that? I don't think the manager deserves criticism for the balance of the team necessarily because we're still creating chances. We're just not finishing them. I don't think mm. we created I, enough I, chances the other day. I'll be real. 36 shots. And that doesn't even account for our forwards being dickheads and no, deliberately not passing the ball when they should have done to give clear opportunities. We are creating enough. It's just the finishing and the decision-making isn't there. I can't, I can't look at Yang Clapp and go, it's your fault Nunes is a dickhead and didn't pass. It's your fault Salah's a dickhead and didn't pass. It's your fault <clears> Diaz <throat> can't beat his first man. It's not an even control. So I, I, everything else I can sort of understand. I agree. Grabbing bits and stuff aside don't really work. Yeah, there's a partnership. You end up with too many cooks in the kitchen, especially when Trent inverts into the middle. You've got three players who want the ball, but only one football. doesn't really work for me. 
That's why you need to have a playmaker, which is a Graffin Bay or a Soberstein, and a facilitator, which is McAllister or Jones. But people want to go for Graffin Bay, Soberstein, Trent. I've seen someone suggest that midfield. I just said that, 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 that we are going to have zero progression. It's going to be solo FC because Soberstein wants to run with the ball. Graffin Bay wants to run with the ball. And Trent's ideals are playing risky passes, which do come off. But in the term risky, they only come off about 70% of the time. So what do we do? Imagine the team thing? shape in possession with that midfield. No defending. How about, they, they, how about they, I was just about to say, how about there's no one defending? Like, how about that? Oh, there's no one. You seen that scene in this Game of Thrones where Jon Snow stood there with a the fucking army and that, and he's just got one yeah. sword all by himself. That's Van Dyke. That's Van Dyke on the counters. When when Graven Bertrand stopped us, like it was the ball away, and, and we've got fucking Saka, Martinelli, Jesus, Havertz, Van Dyke, and Canari just stood there going, Oh, I'll pick up three, you pick up one. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I understand that everyone wants to see these um, flashy attacking players, especially after dealing with five fucking years of Henderson. But a crucial thing is balance. It's what we lacked last season. It's what we had this season. And it's what we now want to piss away so we can have some nice runs from midfield. I couldn't give a shit if Curtis Jones doesn't pass your eye test of, oh, he's not scoring screamers. He's not beating man. Curtis Jones averages 95% pass completion, wins 50% of his duels, and keeps us ticking over. There is a reason why we are unbeaten in the last 17 games he's played over 45 minutes in. Oh, jeez. I didn't know that. He, he he keeps everything ticking, and then that that is what will free up Sobersly, because Sobersly was loving it early this season when he had Jones there, because Jones was Jones doesn't get in the way. Jones go, goes and stands on touchline. He goes and gets choke on boots. As a, mid, as a midfielder, he goes and lets the left back do what he needs to do. He lets the DM do what he needs to do. He lets Trent do what he needs to do. He lets Soberstein do what he needs to do. He goes, I'm a bit shit, but I can do the basics. Go do your thing. <laughs> and you know what? I want nothing more than that. I want nothing more than that at the minute. And you know, if That's he pops right. up with a goal or assist every now and then, no complaints from me. Cool. I think he's got three or four already this season, which is considering the narrative around him of, oh, he's only in the team because he's a scouser. Fuck it now. <laughs> All right, big up to my guy TJ. Big up for the super chat as well. You know, make sure you subscribe to TJ Warren TV. You see him here all the time on the United Arsenal show. He says, Ryan, not so subtle reminder that you're in the Europa League and just drew to the poorest English team in the Champions League. Big up the panel. Come on, you gooners. Hashtag agenda. I respect TJ because he put hashtag um, agenda on this. People be on your case, my, Ryan. My, you know. Go on. My, go on, my go on, simple. Uh, what, what, what a Champions League for Arsenal, innit? Hey, like, first. Yeah, <laughs> Fairs, yo. Fairs. Hey, DJ, big up for the super chat. You, you, you know, yeah, go on, G. Go on. <clears throat> the thing is, yeah, if we're like, obviously, we're looking at this United game, um, and obviously, I guess it's easy to pick up some of these holes because obviously, we didn't score, that looks shit, blah, blah, blah. But I'll be real, like, we've been playing like this all season, though. So to me, this isn't like. Oh, so this is not new to you. You say you have been saying this, to be honest. You have been saying this. And and that's the thing. Like, I said before the game to my boy, I said to him, he's a Man United fan. I said to him, Mm. Man United are going to play Mano in midfield. I I just know. You know how I know? Because they're going to, one, obviously injuries, but even if they didn't have injuries, they're going to play him anyway because they're going to need that energy in the midfield. They're going to need a young guy to be able to run around. I don't know about that one, G, with our manager. But go on, carry on. No, 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 no. no. Obviously, (laughs) 
you taking away saying, what your manager what you're, does. What, what you're saying is, like. is spot on. <laughs> he fits the profile of what was needed yeah, for that game. However, if that. everyone was if everyone was available, our manager's been making foolish decisions all season long, man. We would have easily then, seen McTominay, Bruno, and and Amrabat midfield. And Amrabat, yeah, and 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 that's something that's maybe where at times he's going wrong in certain situations because sometimes I think you do need to drop a couple players to allow other players to fit the game profile of what you need in certain game states. And that's why I felt like Maynard was going to play. And I just knew if he was going to play, obviously on McTominay, we know he's going to play. I just didn't know where he was going to play. But I knew that McTominay, Maynard, just didn't really know who the third one was, obviously Amrabat. Having those two, especially Maynard in that midfield against the Liverpool midfield, who were at times like with Tom and uh, Rayan have mentioned about Zabozalai and Gravenberch basically doing the same thing. You don't really want another guy you're up against who's just got boundless ends of energy in that kind of team because what you saw later on in the game, which is something that I've seen all season and something that Liverpool used to their advantage, teams get tired mentally mm. towards the end mm. of games. So once they get tired, we pick them off. But that's what we start, you know, we'll score a goal here, a counter-attack there, blah, blah, blah. Nah, not with, not with the young ball in that midfield. That's not going to happen with him in there. He's got the energy to keep going now. So now, like again, another game, you have it to come off. Why? Because you're not really performing and keeping you on is kind of pointless. Granberch obviously got himself injured. Now, with those two coming off the pitch, your options are Elliot <clears throat> and whoever else it was, that Gapo, whoever it is that we're bringing on. Jones? It's not really Jones, yeah. Like, But the options are not like... These ain't guys I'm looking at and I'm saying, I need you to change the game for me. I well, need you to do this kind of thing for me. Do you get what I'm trying to say? They're more kind of players where I'm just like, the game's going kind of well for us. Come on and just keep doing your thing. Just, you know, keep the ball, you know, do a nice little touches here and there. Not go and win a game for me. Just keep things ticking. And that's what I kind of saw with those kind of subs. It was that this is the same thing I've been watching for the last 10, 15, 20 games anyway, bar a couple of games that we've right. had that have actually been pretty decent. But the majority, this is the same thing that we're watching over and over again. Now we're getting a draw for it. That's why I'm not mad at that draw because I'm like, mm, this is kind of the same. What will be mad is you go against West Ham and Arsenal now and it mm -hmm. continues. Now you're mm -hmm. like, okay, before you can say just a blip, a little poor form, not a problem. You continue this shit before Christmas. Yeah, now we're in a bit of a cause for concern because now things that you were able to get away with because you're now not getting away, I ain't seen no plan B now. And mm. that's one of the main things, Tom, Ren, I know you've done it a couple of times. You know I've done it basically the whole of last season. That's one of the things I'm talking about with Klopp is, all right, let me see your plan B now. You know what I'm trying to say? That's mm. one thing we say about Deserby all the time. This guy ain't got no plan B. Plan A and plan B is plan A be just better. Now we need I, to I think he's got a plan B this year, but I just think he's yeah, I, I I hope his in game management has been quite good this year for No, 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 no. But are, are we are we saying his in-game management? His in-game management isn't good, he just pre-plans everything. So he just reenacts the plan and he's already got pre-plans. That, that so he's already yeah. Who told me the stats? I can't remember who told me the stats. I was on with Grace, that was it. And some someone told me the stats. Liverpool have made the most subs out of anyone in the Premier League this year, but used the least amount of players when doing yeah, so. So he clearly just has the same five, six, seven core that he goes, right, well, <clears throat> you're going to come on for him. You're going to come on for him. We're going to go to this formation because we went to the 4-2-4 so many times this season. We clearly have 4-3-3. That's not working. 4-2-4. Go for it. That, that's plan B, which is more than what we've had in previous years, but it doesn't automatically equate to 
what I think the likes of a Carlo Ancelotti is in game where he can change to a three five two after going to a four two three. Where he, he can identify right. the weak Klopp and Linders and whoever can identify the weaknesses, but they're not going to play a completely new system. They're just going to see, right, okay, well, let's just try this harder then and tell maybe tell the subs that are coming on where to attack. But there's no yeah. dynamic system change. And Klopp's never going to be that. I think we all know that, but that it, it is what it is. I think we've got more of a plan we didn't have in past years, hence why we've managed to get through a number of these dodgy games. I mean, Palace, the subs in the 4-2-4, got us through that one. Fulham, subs, 4-2-4, got us through that one. You, you see you see, you're naming these these fixtures here in these games, and I agree 100% you're right, we're winning them. Are we doing anything differently, or are you just bringing on different players to do the same thing? And hoping for a, would I say, different result? I.e., if anything, is... all, all, all it's suggesting is you might as well just start with this four-two-four that you move to sometimes. Just start it for the game or two. You say start it, just go go hold like that four-two-four and just run. Yeah, it. yeah okay. maybe for the game or two, and then just go. I can't okay. lie, we get killed by some teams by doing that though. But I think, has, I think it has teams. to. Be, I think it has to be smart. Like you could play that against us, and you would have been fine. If we were still playing, that game was Sunday. It's now technically Wednesday. If we were still playing now, we wouldn't have scored. We were still no, but, playing but, now, but, we wouldn't have scored. But that, but that, <laughs> but that wasn't... The, the, the thing with that game is that wasn't yeah, even really your kind of plan. Your plan from, what I, from how I saw it was what we saw with the couple of shots that you did have, i.e. Hoyler, yeah, yeah. obviously having yeah, a, it was, if we, yeah, should have bagged. And that's what you was playing. And that's why I said it was smart for Manchester United because yeah, there's absolutely. no point trying to go toe-to-toe because, bro, 7-0, that will happen again. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what you tried to do the first time mm-hmm. and when that happened in the first place. You're in such a bad moment now. We need to just play a game of, we need to just be solid. Everything else will just come in its own time. We just need to be solid. So, Anthony, do up that wing-back role. Yeah, keep doing that and we will just do whatever. You you know what, Mayno, McTominay, every now and again, if you can get forward, and remember, the way that we're playing, we're allowing for you to get in behind our midfield, bro. Remember, you're not playing... You play decent, like, in some of the occasions where one-two's here and then you're able to kind of get away. But look at the space that you were having. Why? Because... Yeah, there was space. Yeah, we just lack quality. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just, you just like quality in 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 that kind of situation, but we're allowing for all that space. We allowed you to have that space to then get the shot off. It's not because Man United were playing freaking like prime Barca 2010, yeah. 11, whatever. It was just we're allowing for all that space. They're able to then get behind as per usual, like in other games. But guess what? Like in every other game, the team isn't good enough to finish. But then we've seen in games like Fulham, they were good enough to finish. We were just better in terms of getting those wonder goals and et cetera, et cetera. But that Fulham game showed everybody, yo, <laughs> be careful because if a team decides that they want to start scoring from all their shots, stuff like that, this yeah. could easily happen. Do you know what I'm saying? But, but G, G, you know, G, you know what you were saying earlier on about um, comparing kind of last, what's last season to um, this season. I said mm. the I said this to Flores yesterday. The main difference for me from last season to this season is the fact that our four world-class players at the club are all performing this season, whereas last season only one of them did. Alisson, mm. Trent, Virgil and Salah, for me, have carried this team this season so far. Only mm-hmm. one of them performed consistently last season, and that was Alisson. Trent mm. was poor for the majority of last season. Van Dijk was poor last season. Salah, for at least half a season last season, was poor. At least half a season was poor. And mm-hmm. all of them this season have performed for the most part, in my opinion. Um, and when you've got four world-class players all performing, naturally... 
you are going to be doing, you are going to reach a certain level at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's why, in my opinion, we've been a lot better in terms of results. And, you know, I don't think our team around, apart from that, is way better than last season, in my opinion, on paper. Because I look at our signings, McAllister, for me, has not been good enough. Soberslai has been kind of, he started well, but he's been crap for like the last, uh, for last month and a half, two months. Endo, we all know what Endo is at the end of the day. And Graven Birch, I'm a fan of Graven Birch. I think he's going to be really good for us if used correctly. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act and say that and pretend that he's been good recently. He has been crap recently as well since the City game. Probably he's been crap. So <laughs> I don't think our summer signings have come in and made massive impacts yet either. I think some of them probably will, but not yet at the end of the day. So the only the main difference I look at is the fact that our world class players are all performing, and that's why. We're only one point off the top. Like I think that's mm. the only thing that's different, to be honest. Um, I think that okay, the, 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 the reason on. we are up there is because we have a good team, because we have a team that has the mental strength. Is it the best team in the league? No, it's a good team. It, it, it's a team that we yeah, expect to win. A, it, it's a team that we expect to win a European competition. It's a team that mm. we expect to win a domestic cup. It's a team that we expect to challenge for the Premier League. So it's a, team that's, it's a team that's good enough to win the Premier League. I think McAllister's been fine. It it it's uh, it, you need you need to look if you're going to win it. Hundred percent, we'd need you know yeah, KDB to, to win the league. Yeah, but we're not good. If if everyone's full strength, we're not. But we are good enough to win the league if City. Drop City on. And, I agree. If City and not I. Yeah, yeah. Really okay. In in this context, yes. But if you okay, look at okay, it like this, right, you might not even have to be great to win it. Then yeah, I can hear that still. Like, like that, that, that's that's my. This team isn't doesn't hold a flame to the teams of that we've had in the past, but oh, yeah, this seems to look in a league. But I think the midfield signs have been sound. I think what all that's happened is with Sabasla, especially. I think him and Trent, when Sabasla started the season on fire, which he did, Trent was shit, struggling, making mistakes, couldn't get into games, then got injured for four games. <clears throat> Trent's come back in. Trent has now really picked it up. Been probably for me one of the best players in the league in the past month. Sabasai has coincidentally started to struggle at that point because you can't have two ball dominant players on the same side. When Trent uh... inverts, Sabasai has to cover. When Trent was shit, Sabasai had all the freedom because Trent was sitting there going, I'm not going to get in the way. Mm. I'll let him do it with all. When Gomez is there, Sabasai doesn't have that same issue. So what ultimately I think what you're going to end up seeing happening in the future, I think to, to end the season, I really wouldn't be shocked if we ended with a midfield of by Chessich is a six, McAllister on the right, Sobersteins on the left. You finesse your best balance, everybody fit and available as a midfield trio. Yeah, it's by Chessich or Endo at DM. Mm. And then there's the argument that Thiago can go in, but I'm just sick to death of the fucking... <laughs> Like, yeah. honest to God. I got man. I got proof of my life. He was in the crowd against United. I saw yeah, him in the background. I got proof of life. You, was you know, like, um, yeah, you know, like in them, um, in them action films where they're trying to rescue a hostage and you have some proof of life. I've got the proof of life now. So I know that at some point they'll be back. But yeah, we stand next to Robbo. I'm, I'm not bringing him back in and playing him constantly because I think we need to move on. I'm I'm not giving him a new Agreed. deal in the summer. I'm quite happy to Agreed. just let Thiago be a what if type of player, and then get 
put the focus on a Jones, put the focus on a McAllister. Look at bringing in that big DM in the summer. Look at bringing in those centre-backs in the summer. Because this squad, the core of it, I really like it, I think, is the core of a squad that could eventually become title winners. It just needs the pieces around it. And ultimately, it needs a quick resolution on what the fuck's going to happen with Salah next season. If he's staying or is he going? Is he getting a new deal or what? Because that that's something that I don't want lingering on throughout the summer. And no, this whole thing, well, would you have sold Salah and kept my no. Mohamed Salah? I was going to say that because it was a lovely segue to that, as you mentioned, Salah and him potentially leave. Obviously, we had it this summer. It's going to be, again, rumours about it this summer. So big up to V1 for the Super Chat says, would you have sold Salah and kept Mane? You just oh, need to look man. at them. You just need to look at them in, in from 2021 onwards. So from the start yeah. of the 2021-22 season, Mo Salah was the best player in the world. Mm. Ended that season with the Premier League Golden Boot and assists the Playmaker Award. That's what it is. Last season, 45 GA for the club in a shit season across all comps. This season, 11 goals, seven assists. No, it's 14 goals, seven assists in all comps. Compare that to Sadio Mane, who that in the quad year. Eventually had to get moved out of left wing because he wasn't offering what we needed on the left wing anymore. Went up front, was decent up front for six months. Moved to Bayern, stunk it up, punched Lidl Sane, got sold to Saudi Arabia, and is now doing all right in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Which one would I have rather kept? Fez. People Fez. forget how finished Sadio Mane was on the left. Bro, he de- no. from 2021, he declined rapidly, bro. I can't even... Yeah, like, and, and the matter thing, it's like he just declined right in front of our eyes. Like, one game, yeah, you just did. saw him, he was good, and then it's like... He, he just, just wasn't changed. the next... It was in that yeah, lockdown like... season, bro. After... It was in... The, from, like, January in that lockdown season, bro, he just he just fell apart, bro. You, you, you know what it was? You know what it was for me? He starts that season well. He, he had the brace against... He um, Chelsea. He had the brace against Chelsea, that one. He scored against Arsenal, and then he got COVID. Yeah, he got COVID and then after after that, he just wasn't <clears throat> in terms of the explosiveness. He, he still had good performances, but just wasn't the same frightening Mane that we had. I look at Mane and just go, "You're way good ones. I still have a lot of love for you, but you're asking me to either take a player who could still compete for Golden Boots or a player who last year couldn't even get in ahead of Eric Maxim Chupomoting." himself couldn't get it ahead of Peter Crouch at one point. So he's Saudi now, bro. But it, 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 it's not an argument for me. I, I think this is just another one where people just downplay Mohamed Salah. What we are seeing from Mohamed Salah is not normal. What we have seen from him is not normal. People do not expect for the next 30 years a winger to come into the Premier League and just bag 200 goals. Not happen. It's simply not happen. Yeah. No, that's that's so, that's fair. Hey, V1A, yeah, big up for the super chat as well. Man, I appreciate it. can go enjoy his payday with Ronaldo and Al Nasser or whatever Saudi club he's at. Go enjoy that. We'll focus on winning big trophies here, like the Carabao Cup. There we go. Hey, man, Carabao Cup reigning champions over here. Liverpool 12th man been on your case, Ryan. I don't know what you said, but he says, like I said, <laughs> Ryan. You, you throw our play. Let me finish. Let me get to the comment and you can respond. The floor is yours, bro. Like I said, Ryan, you throw our players under the bus quite a bit with that endo shot. Uh, Ender was played well in the past few games. And it's Bro, because Ender. my, before you go, because my Wi Fi played up, people, there were some questions I started earlier I no longer have. So keep getting your questions in again. If you super chat, we'll make sure we get to them. But yeah, go on, Ryan. Flo's yours. I've given Endo his credit recently. I've been, Flo's can vouch for me. I've been on streets giving, I gave Endo his credit yesterday. Yeah. I thought he played well against United. I'll be real. I've given, yeah. him, I've given yeah. him his credit this season. But I think we all acknowledge as well that is Endo good enough 
to be our regular starting DM for a team that wants to win the Premier League. No, I think we can all quite clearly see that at the end of the day. And Endo, I've given I've given him his credit. Like I said, I said he's been arguably our best midfielder recently. And I'll be honest, that's not exactly a good thing either. Like, let's be real. Yeah, and I think he's talking like, more so about the writing off of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not talking about no, you not giving player, him credit. I'm all right with it at the end all of right, the day. But he was never going to... My point was talking about the impact of our new signings at the end of the day. Endo's not going to come in. And we all knew he was never going to come in and make a big impact. He was always brought in with the idea of being a squad player. And that's, that's what true. he is. And I have no problem with that at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. No, first, first, first. Um, I was trying to, I was trying to show yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, that's calm. We'll get to that. Big up to YG earlier. Um, we will get to Virgil van Dijk's comments um, shortly as well. And he said, I have a question for you guys. You guys did defend well on Sunday, but the attack, uh, why you think uh, Liverpool's attack has not clicked? Also, you guys concerned about Shabozlai's recent form? Well, again, they've kind of touched, uh, touched on that. But yeah, Shabozlai's recent form, you mentioned it, Tom, in regards to with Trent. So, do you see that? Could you see it working? Say you switch your buzz like over to the left hand side. Of so the so over to the left, or Trent yeah. goes into midfield. That that's the way you unlock the pair of them together. And I'm not opposed to either. To be honest, I think that Trent in midfield is something that should be explored for a little bit because mm. I think Joe Gomez has been fine at right back. So he, although I don't like him shooting so much because you you have not scored a professional <laughs> goal in your career, know your place. Stop has he never scored? Nope. He's never scored a professional goal, not even for Charlie. Yeah, he's never scored a goal in his career. That is so, 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 like, I, I'm all for a, a funny little pot shot when we're winning, but you know what? It's nil nil against United, and you're, I'm seeing you try and set up half volleys and I'm hitting it inside that, and don't really want to see that, Joe. So, beyond that, I'm quite happy with them at right back, and then you get Trent in a dangerous area where he can impact the game a little bit more. But I, I, I don't think that Sobersly. It, it, it's the Sobosly Saleh Trent right hand side. When it links up very nicely, it looks very nice. But that is growing fewer and further between because of the way that Trent is playing, because of the positions that Salah wants to take up. Sobosly then is almost forced to just be a facilitator, which is a waste of a man who has more technical ability than any other midfielder at the football club. Except Thiago. Who knows? He's got no fucking legs. He might be dead. Oh, no, I've got proof of life. Alive. I can't, I can't yeah, even say alive. that. One, no. He's alive, man. He was next to Robbo, man. I seen him on, when I was watching the game. They panned to I, him. I, I, I don't know. Fucking... It could be like a doppelganger or something. He never showed me his face properly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think. Yeah, go I on, think, like, like I said, man, I'm not really that gassed about the way Liverpool are playing right now. I know, of course, look, there's not no one really is gassing me. Maybe Aston Villa <clears throat> are probably the only team I probably enjoy watching these days. Um every now and again when I when I watch other football. But like when I'm watching Liverpool, I don't look at Liverpool and I know people are going to tell me, look man, it's a new midfield. Maybe in the future we're going to get better. And and that probably is going to be true. But right now I'm not watching football where I'm like you know what, this team, all I'm seeing probably more than anything is is always the things that we talk about, which is like the intangibles of things like, which is a good thing, of things like mentality and, um, you know, all of those kind of things, which, again, is helping us right now because we're sitting second in the league. We're through to the next round of the Europa League. We're in the next round of the Carabao Cup, all of these kind of little things. But when you're just watching the game, forget the stats, but just when you're watching Liverpool, 
I, I can't feel I, I I can't sit here and say I'm watching football that makes me think and believe anything more than that. I'm more looking at the competition. I think flawless. You might have even mentioned this about the quality in the Premier League. Like, oh, it's awful. Uh, for me, take, yeah, take you, for me, take you sit here and ask a lot of it. I think it. I look at it and I go. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I don't look at like this season. I'm not, the quality is not popping. I know we're going to talk about. There's a difference between the quality being good and things being competitive. And right now, it's competitive. But Say it louder for the people in the back. People get that so many times the, mistaken all the time. And I think like that doesn't mean that the quality is any better. I feel like the quality is just going worse. So now, now that's why we're not really seeing much. The, the title or the, the top of the tables looking really close. It's really competitive. I get that. But quality-wise, I'm sorry, man, but this quality that I'm watching at the moment is, in my opinion anyway, is quite poor, if I'm being honest. But again, I'm not going to care if we go away, we win the league. I've, I've never seen this league so segregated. Out. I've never seen the league so obviously segregated. I know who's going down already. It's the three promoted sides. As much as I like Luton, mm. and I think they're all right, I, I think... Oh, with a bit of luck, they could stay up, but most likely they're going down. If not them, then Forrest, who came up last year. Um, you know who's finishing top three? And the rest is just sort of... Mm. Like, it, mm. It's just there. There's no it. real... Like, like, at least in the past, there's been a title race, then a top four battle. Yeah. Then, you know, mid-table's like not really had a battle, but there's been interesting stuff in, 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 in mid-table. So it's been a bigger relegation battle where there's a lot more teams where it goes on a bit longer because this relegation battle will be done by match week 35. It's competitive, but lower quality. <laughs> Just look at the fact that the, the team that went down in Leicester would probably stay up quite comfortably. Oh, yeah, they definitely yeah, would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and these think, three teams, of course, 100%. And I, and I think people think that's like me, especially as you know, if I'm taking a shot. Like, no, I include my own side in that when I've stated that. Again, Jeeb said it best. Just because a league is competitive does not mean the quality is good. If everybody's bang average, guess what? They're going to have competitive They're gonna have competitive matches. If you take an average team facing an average team, they match up. I'm saying if they're both five out of ten, so of course it's going to be competitive and it'll probably be entertaining to an extent. But just mm. because it's entertaining does not mean it's quality. Like you can put that to boxing or UFC. You take two average fighters, guess what? It's probably going to be entertaining. But let's say them neither of those fighters get to a European level. Doesn't mean it's that it's quality. Just means now nah, it's a great, it's a great, what's it called? It's an entertaining bout. And people get mistaken. Like, yeah, Villa are playing. There's exceptions. Like, for instance, Villa are playing well. I give mm. Villa like they're one of the exceptions to the rule. But everyone else is either performing to their level. Or way below their level. The fact that United were the informed team at any point this season tells you all you need to know mm. in regards to results. And we were like two, three points off like the top of the... I was like, what? How are we anywhere near like the top four? Big up to Lewis for the raid as well. Large up raid gang in the building. Make sure you run up the likes. Hit the subscribe button as well. Makes no sense. And keep all your questions United or Liverpool related. Big up to V1 who says, how many years will you give Klopp if no um, Premier League? Good question. We'll go to you on that G first. <laughs> we'll go to that's a good question still. That's <laughs> <laughs> just laughing, you know. <laughs> just laughing. Because I just to clarify before before you before you guys way too many of these questions about Klopp's future. I, know, I know it's people. No, it's people when I do this show, it's like I don't be pressing like the the, the, the my name in regards to Liverpool and Klopp. Very much different from back again podcast. That's because I'm with Hassan. 
And that's what it is. And it's because it makes him uncomfortable. I'm going to just keep asking about it. Notice that G laughed. You know what I'm saying? But I know he's going to answer the question. Tom, I know he's going to answer the question. As much as me and Ryan go back and forth, he's, I think even sometimes he's overly critical on Klopp. And that's me saying that. But like that's just just to clarify, so you lot don't think, oh, I'm just being biased all the time and I'm back again. It's like no, like you should never be uncomfortable. Once I know a conversation makes you uncomfortable, I'm gonna ask you about it purposely, especially his son. But make sure you subscribe to This Is Football. That's my guy every time. But yeah, go on, G. I don't want to start a war. I'm trying to keep it calm. It's one a.m. You know, you know what I mean. Like, it's just cooling. I'm not trying to go down that kind of route, but for me. Like, I, like I've said a hundred times, I've wanted the brother to go for time now. So the only way that I would want him to stay is he'd have to literally win the league this season and then I'll give him the grace to just finish off his contract. If he does that, then I just won't speak about it anymore. If he doesn't do that, I want him out the door the soon as the last ball is kicked. I don't care about what competitions you win in. Like, if he won every other competition and didn't win the Premier League, I'd still want him to go. So you're saying the Europa, like, FA Cup and League Cup, for example? Yeah, I couldn't even care less about any okay, of those competitions. I'll be so real with you. Like, that's not really where my head is at. I don't care about those competitions. They don't interest me in the slightest mm. kind of thing. We play them. I don't want to lose, but they're competitions that, like, I look at the Carabao Cup, for example. The Carabao Cup, you don't care about it unless you're in the final. Facts. Prior to it, if you get knocked out of it, I promise you, you don't even... You can't even remember what round you got knocked out in. That's how mad that competition is. We just got knocked out. Like I can't remember. You got knocked out. Yeah, you, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you got knocked out in the third round. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, like that was that was time ago. Like I think sometimes there's context to to the trophies that you go for in a season. So every team will have their own kind of context. So mm. as an example, Everton, for example. Everton, if they had gotten to the semi-final and then potentially a final in this Carabao Cup, for a team that hasn't won a trophy in so long, the context for them would be massive. For Liverpool, it's just a trophy. Like, if we win it, it's like, okay, that, then that, that's cool. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't... It's not something I'm really going to be that bothered about if we don't win it. Do you get... Obviously, I'm not saying get to the final and lose purposely. I'm saying... Yeah, yeah. If you're there, <clears> win it. Just, yeah. yeah, if you're there, of course, win it. But to sit there and say, at the beginning of the season, I want to win the Carabao Cup, nah. Europa League, I don't care. Like, like I said, you go for that Premier League, that's where I'm judging you. I'm not judging you in cup competitions because I've seen Porto and Monaco and other teams get to finals of big competitions and it hasn't meant nothing for me where I've looked at them and said, that team is amazing. That team's the best team in da-da-da. It doesn't mean anything to me like that. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Obviously, it's nice, but I'm not judging you like that. Do you get what I'm trying to... Not, not especially when my team has actually won bigger, like, bigger competitions. It's not like I'm sitting here like a Tottenham fan and trying to dismiss it and saying, mm. nah, I don't want to, like, how, you've not won anything. So just to win something would be great anyway. Again, like I said, context has to be applied for every single team. Manchester City, for years, kept winning the League Cup. They got knocked out of it again. Do you think they're sitting there crying about it? I promise you they don't care. I promise you they don't care like that. Fans might tell you something different. They might come mm. on here and say, no, nah, we want to, yeah, because fans want to win. 
nobody wants of to course. lose, but they don't care about the cup competition. They're not. It's not your be all and end all the Carabao yeah, Cup. It's not like man. that's the main, go- like the main yeah, objective this the, the season. Like where we are season. signing such and such a player to go and win the Carabao Cup it, and take it, us over it, the top it, of that You know, like that. Like we didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go out and sign Gravenberg as a Bozalai to be like, yeah, I can't wait for us to pick up the Carabao Cup and FA Cup. Like, come on, man. Like, you, for me, I'm looking at. It, let's go and win the Premier League. That's where I'm judging you. That's where I'm looking at you this season. I'm saying, go and win that for me. Win that for me. Now I, I can I can look at it. everything else. I'm like, okay, I've seen Wigan win the FA Cup. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, I'm, I'm tired of these small little cup competitions. I really don't care about them. So you're saying, Klopp, League, yo, you're, League, saying you're saying Klopp Premier League this season needs to be yeah, has to yeah. Be otherwise the, you can bounce, agenda. bro. Yeah, wow. otherwise you can bounce, bro. You can bounce. Wow, crazy. What are you, what are you saying, Ryan? In regards to this, in regards to the the question, uh, Klopp. How long? Like I said, I don't want to start no beat. League? By the way, I don't want to. Hey man, you said it's one a.m. over UK time, <laughs> but it's 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 prime time elsewhere because we worldwide. Yeah, so somewhere yeah, someone's yeah. watching. It's eight p.m., ten p.m., maybe three p.m. <laughs> like it's cool. Uh, somewhere it's daytime, evening or nighttime in certain areas. Big up everyone that is tapped in. And run up the likes as well, man, before we get Ryan and Tom's thoughts on this question, because there's over 240 of you lot in here. We're only at 55 likes. Let's get up to 100 likes, man. Hit the subscribe button as well. It is road to 10K. For those that don't know, we recently did just pass 9K a couple of days ago. So big up to you lot. So on the next milestone, road to 10K subscribers and subscribe to G and Tom's channels. The links are in the title. Just click the links and it opens up new tabs. But yeah, go on, Ryan. Someone who you've been super critical of. I don't think there's been anyone more critical of him than you, and that includes me. No, I say G has been more critical of him than me. I no, 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 yeah. Right, maybe G then. But all right, between you two then. But you've been super critical of and him for the longest. Jerry. I can remember. <laughs> this guy yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this man throwing everyone else under the bus. Yeah, you're like that. Like, <laughs> you, you fight your own battles, bro. You fight your own no, I've given Klopp his credit this season when he did. I've given him his credit this season. Ryan 6'9 just started to snitch on everyone. That's him right yeah, now. Yeah, facts, man. You know what I'm saying? Ryan 6'9. Hey, Ryan, 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 Ryan. Ryan, let's not act like you weren't Klopp at one point, but go on, carry Yeah, I was last season. I was. So was the guy next to me as well. This guy could snitch on everyone. This guy could snitch on everyone. This guy snitching on everyone. You shit. They weren't even press. You parked the bus and you panicked and just shouted at everyone. Hey, man, if I'm going down, I'm taking everyone with me, bro. I'll be honest. Yo. But you know what it's about about the question, though? Um... Yo, this this Wallad is actually gonna let Arteta beat him to a league title, you know? Oh fucking hell, yeah, yeah. If that happens, he he might have to dip at the end of the season still. So what are you saying? If he loses to Arteta, you're like, that's unforgivable. What City and yeah, that's unfor- you, you know why that's unforgivable because you can't ask for a better opportunity. I don't care, bro. This league is ass. That's a valid point. You, even that's even Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal are nowhere near the level they were last season. They're not. They're not at the level they were last season. I don't care what anyone says, bro. You like you could go and even compare the results after was it seventeen games this season to seventeen games last season. It's nowhere near for Arsenal. It's far apart between the points totals they got after the same amount of games. So clearly they're not doing anywhere near as well. You can see it from the their performances as well. So if you're getting beat by a team that bottled it last season against a manager that's never won a league, who's only been managing for a few years. Bro, I, I can't lie, bro. You might have to dip if that happens still. You might have to dip. You can't ask for a better opportunity. You, you can't ask for City to be that, you know, have an off year like that and not win. 
win the league, bro. Like you're Jurgen Klopp. Like, come on, man. If you Pep Guardiola has an off year, you you are the one who has to be there to capitalize. And if you let Arteta beat you to a title, I'm sorry, I can't defend you at all. Well, wow. right, first. Hey Tom, thoughts? Um, I'm giving him until the end of his deal. Uh, when's his, when does his deal end? Uh, summer of 2026. Okay, okay. So, so fair. End of the season and two more after that. Okay, um, I, I think that's just the right stepping off point for everyone. Unless, unless obviously, you know, something goes horribly wrong in one of the last couple of seasons. Mm. I think I just let him run course with contract and then it, it gives this era the chance to go out with them. I don't want to bring in a manager with this whole task to do. I want the manager to come in, the next one to come in, with a clear idea of what the next steps are, who the key players in the next squad are, rather than bringing them in. And he's got to deal with the Salah shit on top of, you know, what's the long-term future of such and such and such. Like I, I see three more years is the right time for the squad and this manager. At that point, mutual departure... You know, don't don't offer him a new deal. Go and get, you know, your next manager in, whoever that is, and then move on. But I certainly uh, look this year. I was only expecting third place in the Europa League and a cup. That that, that was what I wanted from this season. Uh, but on course for that as it stands. So I can't exactly sit there and go, oh, you're a dickhead, you're this, you're that. Do I think we could win the league? Hundred percent, we could. Will I be annoyed if Arsenal win it? Hundred percent, I will. But I'm not going to get rid of them based off of that because. There's clearly something in the works in terms of the next couple of years. I at least want to give him the opportunity. I think he's at least earned the opportunity to see this house because a lot of the criticisms I had of him last year, he's proven me wrong on. So it'd be a bit disingenuous of me to just sort of go, yeah, fuck it, throw it in the bin now, even though you've <clears> done everything I wanted you to do. So I'll give him three years. Okay. I feel like this, 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 um, this. What Tom just said there, yeah, it's again, it's it's reasonable. Like I'm, I'm not against or whatever. Like, but I feel like you used it. You was gonna say the term, but you didn't say it. This credit in the bank that people keep talking about with Klopp, I'm, I don't really understand. But I guess everyone's got like a different threshold with how they see credit in the bank. Because for me, I'm like, I. I, I kind of need to see some substance to whatever it is you're doing. But for me, it's not credit going. in the bank anymore. For me, it's knowing what he is capable of. Do you get what I mean? It's not credit. His credit in the bank for me last ended a while ago. Now it's been like was it four years since we won the title? That ended a while ago. Was it 2020? Yeah, 2020. So 2020 was the league, and 2021 was the Champions League. Correct? No, no. 2019 was Champions League. Oh, 2019. Oh, jeez. Oh, damn. Yeah, go on, carry on. To, and and and, that, and that's that's real. And kind of just said it there. Like I'm just like, like people do realize it's been four years since since we won this league title. So you know, if we don't win it this season, you know, now we're moving into to year five. And then you're mm-hmm. then saying, okay, so how many more years are you willing to wait for this guy to to win it for you? Like I'm not saying that there's just a, an abundance of managers. I'm definitely not saying that. But I'm also looking at it thinking. Well, what's what's the difference between him being here and someone else being here? Like, I, like if we're not winning it anyway, what difference does it make if I just get someone else to be in more or less the same position that you're in anyway, which is not winning it kind of thing? Especially, especially when we're using the caveat of Manchester City potentially, which I still don't believe having an off season, so to speak. I'd rather wait until the end of the season. To yeah, look, it, 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 it comes down to personal sort of. You done it, I. Uh, 
Remember your 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 Amarim? Remember the time I, I, I was there? Want Amarim. I, was I still there. want. Look, people trying to trash for me about Ruben Amarim. The man's top of the board. You usually get the minute. I know. I know. Oh, so you you sold your so you're you're sold Tom on Ruben Amarin, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah, the that, guy that, you're looking for. If, if top goes, that's, that's, what I want to get, that's what I want to replace him. I, I, I said three names last season. We'll ignore Tuchel because that one wasn't, you know, my finest moments. But I had uh, Amarim, I had Alonso. Both of them top of their leagues. I mean, say what you want, say what you want. But, 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 me, then, but that's what people are asking. I, I, Who do you bring in? Bring one of those two in then. Simple. There, there's your job. There you go. Yeah, I, 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 with me and Klopp, I just am a fucking... You know, romantic football fan. I like what he's done. I like the fact mm. that he done what so many others couldn't. He gave me some of the best. Pre- yes, no, not some of the best the moments best of my life as a Liverpool yeah, fan. Yeah. I'm always going to have a lot more respect. Someone who's older has seen Istanbul. Maybe you know that sort of thing diminishes a little bit. But for me, you know, younger, I didn't get Istanbul. My my, my biggest European night before the Champions League final in 2019 was Dortmund in Europa League. It's a shame when you're biggest short being like Tom, you're making me feel old. Hey, hey, G, G, me and you both, when he was like, oh, I don't remember Istanbul, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm like, right, I remember, yeah, I remember kind of vividly, like, (laughs) unfortunately, I remember watching that, like, but bro, bro, he's only the champion. I weren't alive for our shit trouble. I wasn't alive when we had our shit trouble under who oh, when you well, did he the wasn't alive one. for the Michael Lowen FA Cup final against Arsenal. Oh, one thing. Yeah, jeez. You don't remember that good time. I forget, man, like the age gap and like between us at times. But I big up to V1. Do you know my first years of football? Roy on, Hodgson. You want that, that's why I fucking hated it for, for so Okay, long. so th- that's maybe why, and just before you, sorry, um, Flawless, you go on to the that's Super cool. Chat here. Cool <clears throat> that's probably why, and not everyone, of course, but people, let's say, in your kind of age bracket, I, I don't actually know what, it, what your age bracket is, but in your age bracket, just by listening to that there, that's why I feel like, and I saw someone just oh, mention oh, oh, Hold on, hold on, G, just real quick. I don't want Amram, he's not proven what he won. A Portuguese league and three Portuguese cups. He's won something yes. every single year. He's been manager of sporting. And last he... season, he finished fourth, despite the fact he sold half his best players and didn't buy anyone to replace them with. He's now been able to spend some of the money. They sold Nunes for 50 million, Palinha for 20. Um, there was a couple of others they got rid of. Didn't spend any of that money. This year, he's got to spend it. And now the top of the league. I think in Europe. Uh, Europa League. Europa League, okay, okay. Yes. Uh, and he's he smashing it. Oh, I'm really just a guy I like. I like his style of football. I like who he is as a manager. But, so, sorry, yeah, I just have to address that. No, 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 no. That's cool. Yeah, you might want to address. You might want to address anything in the chat. Feel free. I just don't want to interrupt the flow. You know what I'm saying? I'm no, no, like, no. no. I'm happy. Is. I'm happy that Tom mentioned that because I'm tired of people asking about different managers, not doing their research, then looking silly afterwards. But anyways, we move regardless. Again, like I feel like we're people of a certain age. Obviously, by the way, I'm not so old where, like, I saw Doug Leash and them, man. But at least I was there, let's say, Michael Owen debut, like, that kind of that kind of period. So <clears throat> you're talking, you're talking like 90, like mid to late 90s, yeah? And when I'm, and when I'm looking at it and I'm hearing some people talk about, like, Liverpool, and again, someone mentioning about, oh, Liverpool, let's take us back to when we were six, seven from whatever. Brother, <laughs> I remember during the mid-90s, Liverpool was shit. Like, shit, shit. So what? it's not like I, I, I know the pain. Like, I, I, I have felt pain ever since I've been alive and been a Liverpool supporter. I've literally only seen my team win one Premier League and watched 
bare other people come in the mix. The Chelsea's come into there, the Man City's, Man United dominating, yeah. Arsenal winning it. Do you know what I'm trying to like? I've seen all of the Leicester winning it yeah, before Leicester my team, then winning it. Like, I've been there through all of that crap. I've watched Sander Vesterveld being goal with Vegar Hegem as a right back. Like, I've seen all of the dumb stuff. So, when I'm seeing this stuff now with Klopp, yes, I'm extremely thrilled because he's now, to me, Klopp's just put respect on Liverpool's name, where now you can't talk with disrespect when you talk about Liverpool in a general mm. sense. Not a problem. And I like mm-hmm. that. And I'm extremely happy and thankful for everything he did. But this notion, and this is where I feel that Manchester United fans at times, they also go a little bit wrong with the nostalgia stuff where you just think, oh, but we had Fergie. When Fergie... Ain't nobody care what Fergie Fergie's doing right now. I'll tell you that Facts. right now. You need to Facts. move on and learn to how to deal with what you have at this current moment in time. Football clubs move forward all the time. You yes. lose best players. Manchester United lost Ronaldo. They still won yes. Premier Leagues after that. Yep. They still won Facts. Premier Leagues after lost that. Lost all our best now. players, yeah. And still won leagues after that. still won leagues after that. So, yeah. what, is the club supposed to stop? Like, I don't like no. this notion that, oh, but there's none of these... There's no other manager that can come. I'm not saying, by the way, anyone on the panel say I'm just more addressing people in general. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, saying generalisation. Yeah, and I hear that because like, I do hear yeah, that type of thing. I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like, like all the time. And I'm like, I, I don't care who the man... Like, to be honest, for me, as long as, of course, not like a Roy Hodgson, but I don't think Liverpool are not in a place where you would hire a Roy Hodgson like we were when we hired Roy Hodgson. We were in a very dark place at that time. Now, we're one of the best teams in the world in Europe. We, we hired... Like, just in general. Roy Hodgson was hired as a steady Eddie. Liverpool needed exactly. a steady Eddie manager. Because yeah, exactly. that's kind of yeah. To steady the we ship, it's kind of where we, Manchester United are right now. So I, I hear that exactly. So That's would, why I want this manager gone. And the, the, I just want someone I've said this before till the end of the season just to steady the ship, just to get us just to, comp- competent. You just know, for I'm now, but big hey, you, man. Ryan, love every love time, you, bro. bro. Yeah, I'll catch up with you. Yeah, yeah, bless her, Ryan. Every single time, big up, big up. That, that, that's that's the point. Listen, listen to what Flawless is saying. He's trying to get a manager just to come in to finish the season. He ain't talking about no future. This It's because of where you're at at this current moment in time. And obviously, you guys are still one of the biggest clubs in the world. So even that's a mad madness and shows you the context of your, where you're at as a team. I'm saying with Liverpool, no one can say... Are you, is everyone thinking that if Klopp was to leave tomorrow, that we're just going to get... I don't know, like some next you know random manager is. tomorrow or something? Like where people... like Because Tom kind of mentioned it, but Tom can see past that. Because he's delivered a lot of Liverpool fans' greatest moments, like great, they can't look past him. Like, exactly. Because I've asked problem. this question, and people, like I said, always think I'm trolling when I ask it. Yes, I love winding up a son with it because it makes him uncomfortable. But it's like, how long can a man fail? Because let's be, let's not get mistaken. Exactly, bro. If, if exactly. Klopp doesn't win, Klopp, Liverpool spend enough money and have enough good players, and Klopp is of a good enough manager where they can win the Premier League. Now I'm mm-hmm. not saying he has to win it year in year out. That's not what. No, I'm no, saying. no, no. I'm not but saying to go, either, by the way. But to go four, five, six years without it and just accept it to me is there's no other elite manager we hold to that standard. We wouldn't accept it with Pep. G just mentioned Sir Alex Ferguson. We went two years without it was a travesty. Venga, it wasn't accepted with. So if you're being, I always say this, if we're calling managers world-class, we have to hold them to world-class standards. Exactly. And you can't go four or five years without your domestic league title. If you get one in three, cool. If a team's but, but, just better than you. 
that's, that's, that, and, and that's the maddest thing. I'm not even asking to go like Liverpool are not good enough to go to to, to, yeah. to win it like that. I, I know we're not good enough. I'm good yeah. with that. I've, I can live with that. Liverpool not being good. Manchester City are way better than us. I am good with that. But you can't, as you said, four years. If you don't win it this season, you're now moving into five years that you haven't won a Premier League. And I'm supposed to just be like, oh, but I can see the vision, brother. I'm telling you, my glasses are broken now. I can't see anything. <laughs> if if we're, we're now going, that's as you said, you're supposed to hold man to these type of standards but everyone is so willing to just consistently keep saying nah but it's okay because he'll he'll turn it around he'll do this he'll do that i'm like brother like you you're basically waiting it's a bit like the people with nunez who get on to nunez and the people who obviously always big him up and they're always waiting for that moment where he does like the people who get onto him and they wait for him to fail they're like see i told you that's what these fans in my opinion that's what they're doing with Klopp is that they're waiting six seven eight years down the line when if he does finally win it then they're gonna be like see i told you we should have kept him brother yeah, I, I, yeah. like <laughs> it, it, he had to do it at this point do you know what i'm trying to say like it's just you know it, it's just one of those kind of things and by the way when i said five years i mean if he doesn't obviously win it this year it's obviously yeah just just years. to clarify and if we go into next the, the obviously the, it would yeah. then be their next season which would then make it five right. if we obviously don't win it by then so, yeah. yeah, and people, when I say this, when I'm talking about him, I'm not even saying he should be sacked. I'm just asking the question. And again, a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, Liverpool yeah. fans don't like this, and this this doesn't include G and Tom. Yeah, they can look at it yeah, logically. Get, like I'm saying, hurt, how how many years do you give him? That's the question I'm asking. How and everyone in the chat, please keep it clean as well. How how long do, is it? So if four years is okay, it's five. If five's okay, it's six. If it's six, it's seven. If it if it's not seven, it's eight. How long do you give this manager to not win the Premier League or Champions League? Because people are mentioning in the chat, oh, he won a double. That's FA Cup and League Cup. Cool. Well, that's what not that's not what Klopp is called in for. He was he's not managing and spending the way you spend. I'm talking about overall and have Trent and Mo Salah, and when you had uh, Sane, and you had, well, sorry, you had Mane, you had Firmino, Fabinho when he was in his pump, Van Dijk, you don't have these top quality players to go and win domestic leagues. The aim is to go win Premier Leagues and Champions League, so let's hold him to that standard, which he yeah. did. I, he, he reached both of those. Like someone said, yeah, he almost won a quad. Do you know what the key sentence in that word is? Almost. almost. Yeah, yeah. Almost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was almost, it's all ifs and buts, almost. You lot nearly won a league twice based off of one point. So if you know, he wins I almost those kissed Beyonce once. Almost, again, you know what I'm saying. You know, almost, close, almost. Close, and then close. the and then the security tackled you. What like we talking and about? Almost exactly, exactly. Like, almost, we don't saying. count like almost. And the reason why I'm being picky when I say this is because we're talking top level elite sport. So if we're talking top level elite sport, I'm holding Klopp to top level elite standards again. Let me repeat this. Do I think he should be winning it year in year out? No, mm -hmm. but I think a manager of his quality. Hear what I'm saying? This is a Manchester United fan. A manager of Jurgen Klopp's quality with the squad that he has at his disposal in terms of talent should not be going four, five, six years without a league title. That's just my opinion. And so if you disagree with me, that means you don't rate Klopp and the Liverpool team, in particular Liverpool fans I'm talking to here, as highly as I do. Because I rate your team highly. I rate your manager highly. So therefore, that's why I'm holding him to these standards. I wouldn't say this about Artel. The only other manager, I'd, testament to Klopp, the only other manager I'd say this about is Pep. There's no other manager in the league I look at and go, if you don't win the league within three, four, five, six years, I think do, that's do, a failure do, on your do, part. Do, do, do you think Pep could go four years without winning a league title? No way. I don't care if Man City do love this, brother. There's no way that they're going to be like having the same level of faith in him 
after four years of not winning. Again, by the way, this is just me talking on the 20th of December. I don't know. We could win the league this season. So everything might just, like I said, if he wins the league this season, this this is where my threshold ends. That's what I say. Right yeah. now, my threshold ends with this season. If you do not win it, my brother, you have to go because you're not going to be doing anything differently that someone else couldn't have just done this season, which is not to win. So if I could, I could have got anybody else to not win. What is the difference? We're not right. winning. So for me, it's not any different, to be honest. And I like Klopp a lot. I do think he's a good manager, man. I think he's a dope manager. I'm big up to uh, V1 for this super chat. He says, does Klopp stay and be, uh, be in third or fourth place? Will the Cups keep him? We'll go to you on that, Tom, and not so much in your opinion. But do you think he has too much um, credit in the bank with the owners and the hierarchy for him to actually be sacked? It'd have to if be a contract. Klopp, if Jürgen Klopp and Zero bleed this year, he's not getting sacked. Okay. No, 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 yeah, 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 that's true. And if Jürgen Klopp wins the Cadwell Cup this year, he's not getting sacked. If Jürgen Klopp wins fuck all this season, he's not getting sacked. Jürgen Klopp won't get sacked by these owners because of the reputation and the love we have for him in the city. I just have to go back to when the project big picture happened. If they did, if Jürgen Klopp had left because of that, fuck me, FSG would have been gone. They, they would not have been welcomed back in Liverpool anytime soon. So there, there was still a hell of a lot of love for Jürgen Klopp in the city. Not just for how good he is as a manager, but for the stuff he's done for the community. That's very hard to break for a club like Liverpool. So, Jürgen Klopp mm. could not win anything this year and finish fourth, and he would still keep his job and still have a lot of support. Agreed. Agreed. That's, that's fair. And V1, big up to you as well for becoming a member. Much appreciated. Just became a sarcasm citizen. Link for the membership is in the pinned comment. So, V1, let me know. I'll add you to one of the perks is the Instagram group chat with all the members in. So, let me know. Just add me um, at Sarcasm City TV on Instagram. Follow on there if you want in, and then I'll add you to that group as well and v1 asking i'm guessing it's a family thing but he says tom why did you become a pool fan respect them guessing it's family uh born in liverpool raised in liverpool mum and dad liverpool fans but yeah even though even though on my mum's side there are a lot of evertonians that did try and get me now even though even though you could argue around the time when i did end up getting properly into football the latter end of the benitez stage mm. start of the hodgson one everton were better Loyalty yeah. to Sean Fuller <laughs> and, and <laughs> the, the threat of being disowned from the family if I didn't pick Liverpool. And hey. it's it's all right in the end. I, I've done all right for myself, but yeah, I'm one of the ones who fully believes it's you, it's either someone that you're local to or a family thing. That, that, that yeah. That's how it's always been for me. Like that's it, no, and that's where I'm at with it because it's the same. Like that's why I respect it, and that's why even though I asked the question, I knew I was like Scalso, definitely a family thing because it's like me with Manchester United. Like man, you're like, oh, why do you support United? Man, born and bred. My whole family is Manchester United fans. I was born into it. There was no it's, choice. It, it, it's, it's, not like, it's not like we're gonna pick Chelsea. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like I had an option. You know what I'm saying? I knew about you. I, I was a United fan before. You know what I'm saying? I knew about other teams. I didn't know about other teams like that. It's like, oh, I, I, I was a, I was a Liverpool fan before I could even speak. The first That's thing my family were buying me was Liverpool like pajamas as a baby. You know, you you know that logo. You see it before you know what football. Oh, that's your team. All right, Manchester United. Like that's what you're into. G, you watch Raising Canaan. What did Unique say to um, Rack in season one when we were talking about Canaan? And he was like, he was in this shit before he was in this shit. Like that's what it is. Yeah, true. that's it, man. You in this shit before you. That's how <laughs> I knew. Even me and Tom had spoken about this. I knew it. I was like, it's definitely a hundred and ten percent family. You know what I'm saying no is family, and that's what it is with me. Do you know, like you born into this, and it's it's generational as well. My generation, the generation above, and the generation below is United fans. 
Like, that's just what it is. You're going to either celebrate with us or suffer with us. Like, that's just what it is. But you lot continue to run up the likes before we close out. Big up my done Lex in the cut as well, who's been a member for two months. Hey, big up, Lex. He says, clop out. We need more game plans. The press, press, cross spamming is making me sick. Lex, are you trolling here? You must be trolling. It can't be the United result that's got you like that. Big up my guy, Lex, every single time. But let me know. I've seen this. Fair, and that's Lex is the first person that I've ever seen complain about a press. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not one thing I would complain about with Liverpool, like in terms of, oh, I hate the press. I, like I, I'd be concerned if my team didn't press. Hey, wait, watch Manchester United Football Club, mate. You know what I'm saying? No. Mm. I'd rather we didn't actually, so we just sit in you, you rather than like press. It, it, it's. it's City have been doing all these innovations in recent years. I was like, you want to just doing all the wrong innovations. City, <laughs> City reinvigorated uh, playing out from the back in the systems. You went, what about if we don't press? What happens then? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not even the not pressing that annoys me. It's the pressing and then it's not cohesive. It's like, just don't yeah. sit in. Like, That's the, what annoys the, me the, the most. The, 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 you beat your five nil, the first goal, and I'm watching the most single disjointed it, press I've ever seen. Is, is that when Bruno pressed the goalkeeper? Is that Bruno the one? pressed the goalkeeper, then Greenwood ran out of position yeah. to press the centre-back, so then Dallow, or who, no, it wasn't Dallow, it was whoever was right centre-made ended up pressing our left-back, yeah. got bypassed. Wan-Bissaka goes up to press him, which leaves Diogo Jota completely unmarked. Diogo Jota gets the ball, Maguire comes over, plays it into Salah, and Salah's in a two-on-one with Keita making their own Luke Shaw sort of going, what the fuck do I do here? Outrageous, man. It's how goddamn rageous it is. And big up to V1 for the super chat. It says, you know, Pepe's struggling with injuries and bans. I think City will get it together. Like I say, I yeah, think everyone... You know what I'm saying? I just saw Kevin You know what I could say there, though? Yeah, go on. Chat, bye. Back in one sec. You might carry on one sec. Yeah, yeah, we've we've got our injury problems. Why are we mm, yes, have Liverpool having our ones? Tiago and by Chester should be out for the entire season. Allison's missed games. Van Dijk has missed games. Canati's missed games. Matip's out for the season. Trent has <clears> missed games. Robertson's been out for how many months? Uh, Gravenberg has missed games. Jones has missed games. McAllister has missed games. Uh, Gakpo's missed games. Joss has missed games. You no, could argue. You could argue that our entire first choice back five has missed games this season through injury or suspension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trent missed games, didn't it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he got injured against Villa and then missed like three weeks. So this is where you look at it and then go, Arsenal, yeah, you can say losing Thomas Party is a blow for, for City. Yeah, no KDB is massive. Bodry missing three games through suspension or four games through suspension. Yeah, it's massive, mm. especially with how bad they look without him. But we missed Van Dyke for three games, didn't lose anything. Allison missed. For a fair few, for two or three games, didn't lose any. Um, Canate missed. He's just been in and out. Missed games. Didn't miss any of them. Didn't lose any of them. Sorry, Robertson being out injured. Haven't lost any game while Robertson's been out injured. Mm. So I look at that and just come. This is where the injuries that have been had aren't enough of an excuse. When injuries are an excuse, it's like what United have had arguably. Where I'm seeing Johnny Evans pull back on the kit like it's 2014 15. Jesus when Christ. When he should be in retirement. Or like in the season where we were down to eighth and ninth choice centre back because mm. your three starters, your two emergency backups, and then your two signings all get injured. Mm. That is when injuries can rightly affect it and you go, oh, that's, that's him struggling. But City, Doku's missed the last couple of games. But they got Grealish, they got mm. Foden, they got Alvarez. Pep should make that work. You should. You and should. in the same way that I haven't sat there with us and went, oh, it's okay if we drop points. It's okay if we, you know, fall off because of injuries. No, 
you've not scored that for a reason. When Van Dyke was missing, Massive and Gomez had to step up. Massive and Canary had to step up. When Trent was missing, Gomez had to step up. When Robertson's been missing, Simicast has had to step up. It's what happens with squad depth. If they don't turn up, they don't turn up. But it's not, you can't just then use the excuse of, oh, injuries, oh, suspensions. Part of football, mate. No, I think I, I 100% agree with Tom on that one. Um, I don't think Pep, I think Pep's just going through something. I think during the summer, I don't think he was able to replace in maybe the way that he wanted to replace in terms of some of the players. I don't, I don't think he can replace what he lost unless you've got Bellingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, I, I, yeah no yeah. player on that market did what do done last year, which was yeah, the real yeah. issue. Then you look at Mahrez. Mahrez was always a fucking threat. He but he wanted Rice, though. He, he wanted Rice in the team kind of thing. I think, and right, I, think... I, I, I think that would have been moving away from Gundogan and just going for pure... Mm. Def- if they'd added Guardiola and Rice... And they were able to set up in a proper rigid 4 2 on, which is, I think, what he was eventually looking to do. Mm. That Most teams would have struggled to score against that because Rodri and Rice would be the perfect partnership. That mm, didn't happen. Literally. But literally. The, the fact of the matter is, sometimes you get windows where you don't get what you want. Fuck me. I don't think we've ever had a window where we got what we want. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the, again, uh, it's not something where you can just sit there and cry and moan out and excuse it when you, when you compete at the top. There's no room for sentiments, as we fucking found out. So I hold no. every team to that level. No, no, no. Again, like I said, I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you. I think Manchester City are just... Um, they're going through what they're going through. L- l- listen, it's dumb for anybody. I don't think anyone is, but I wouldn't be counting them out of anything. I've seen them come back when they've been eighth in the table and somehow still won a Premier League. The, the, the only thing that I think limits City is if if KDB comes back, they're putting a lot of hopes on KDB, as, they, as anyone would. I'd be the same if Salah was coming back from a long-term injury. But yeah. if KDB needs time, because mm. bear in mind, he, he hasn't played a full 90 since the end of last season. Mm. If he needs time to get up to speed, to get match sharpness back, and that takes a month, a month and a half, by the time he's ready and ready to go, it might be too late. True, very true. That's the only thing. If KDB comes back and just hits the ground running, real problems could arise for... Arsenal and Liverpool in terms of winning this title because mm. KDB unlocks everything. He makes Haaland a threat. He frees up that midfield. Everything will click with KDB in place. But if he needs the time to settle back into the groove because it's two major hamstring injuries, you know, if he needs a month, a month and a half, it might just be too late for them. No, it's true. Listen, man, I think they're 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 a funny team but i'm not looking at them right now because i feel like every well arsenal and live um, and liverpool just need to be able to to focus on on themselves if i'm being honest and just to even answer the there was a question in there uh, i think it was it might have been jay just talking about um you know the the united result got people like talking crazy and stuff like that i, I can't speak for everybody and i'm not going to do that because i feel that's a bit disingenuous I've not been speaking about Liverpool really after that result because, again, that result and the performance within that result wasn't anything that I've not seen this season. So I've been consistent in that sense in terms of the way that Liverpool have played this season and not really being happy, which is one of the other reasons why I would want Klopp to go because I've never really liked his style of play anyway since he's been here. But when you win things, sometimes you're just like, all right, cool. 
it works, blah, blah, blah. But as a whole, no, I, it's never, ever really, I've never been a fan of it, if I'm being totally honest with you. And that's what I've really seen, even though, again, the caveat, and I always say this, we are second in the league, one point off top. We are through to the next round of the Europa League. We're through in the Carabao Cup. We've got the FA Cup to come. All of these good things, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, he needs to leave tomorrow. Like that, that will just yeah. be be that be dumb and being a bit of a hater if we're just talking preference if i had my choice then yes of course i would want him to leave and i would want a different type of manager to play a different style of football whether that gets us results i have no idea until i see it happening and I, I, do i believe it could yes but there's also the possibility that it might not happen but i just don't like this notion that we all have of saying oh right like well there's only one manager out there so he's the only guy who can do this and then I'm just like, okay, but how long do you wait for the guy to do the thing that you keep saying that he can do? That's my issue. Because as Flawless has said, cool, we're going to go four years, then you go five years. If we're calling this guy the world-class manager, I'm sorry, but no amount of money that Manchester City are spending is really going to make me think that, yeah, you still can't win it. When we've just, just seen one. Man City. That's the thing. Just nick one. Bro, in that period. We've just, just one. We've, just, we've just watched Manchester City have a summer where they have money and look at the players that they've signed. This is now a season where they're not really even at the top of their game. Are you trying to tell me that this isn't a season that you can't potentially win it? I did have Liverpool finishing fourth this season. I had them finishing fourth, but I wanted them to go before the season started anyway. <laughs> so regardless of who we got in, I just thought we'd finish fourth based on the type of team that we had. Him now being in this position, if anything, he just ranked up the pressure on himself because now I'm going to be on his neck more than I probably would have been if we were just in the position that I thought we would have been in anyway. So it's just one of them ones, man. But again, it's just all preference, man. It's just wherever your threshold is, that's your threshold, man. Just We'll just have to that's wait and it. see. And don't worry, Eli, I'm going to get to your question as well in regards to um, yeah, about the Arsenal stuff. game. We will do this. Uh, Lex says, Klopp is turning uh, Sabaz Lai into a speedy hendo, shaking my head. Big up for the super chat, Lex. Much, much, much appreciated. Before we do, though, obviously get to the Arsenal game before we close out. Let's run up the likes because there's still over 180 people in here, only at 75 likes. Let's get up to 100 nice, likes. Nice, like, nice, check nice, one, two, nice, one, two. Let's get up to 100 likes. Make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. We will be going straight from here to the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube. Channel when we end as well, pro clubs people playoff settings, and we're currently at 9,017 subscribers. So let's get us to 9,020. Only asking for three more subscribers. And Eli asked here a question to the panel How do you think the midfield will perform against Arsenal this weekend? And do you think y'all will get a positive result? We'll go to you first on that, Tom. Depends on what he puts out. He should be putting out Endo Jones, it's obviously you put out that one, you can get the goals, <clears throat> you can win that game. You go grab and bitch, obviously, end or something like that. I think you draw the game. Okay, first, first. But I just think you need Jones to press him. I mean, that's such an underrated part of his game. I think since he's been out, the press has become very disjointed, very narrow-minded, nowhere near as successful. Hmm. So I think you get him back in, the press improves, and then all of a sudden everything's a little bit different and. You can start to suffocate teams like we did at the start of the season. But I, I think we should be good enough anyway to get a get a draw or something. All right, first. What are you say what are you saying to, in regards to this G? Um I don't know who the midfield because I don't know maybe the midfield that Tom said, probably. I think maybe that might be your best bet in terms of available players. Um 
we can get a positive result, but I do have Liverpool losing that game though. I think we would lose that that game. I think they they would actually come there and they will um they'll get they'll walk away with the three points. Something in my head just tells me that it's 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 kind of like a a a, a crossroad for them. Win this game, they'll be looking at things and saying, "Yep, yeah, all right, cool, it's the title now." Do you know what I mean? I think now is the time they beat Manchester City. Um, they beat you guys. I want to say they beat you guys this season. Yeah, they beat us. Well. Yeah, they, they beat us three one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've drawn. They've obviously drawn to Tottenham. They've obviously drawn at Chelsea as well. Yeah, I think I think that they could come there and get a victory. But I again, I also see Liverpool can get also get a victory if we just turn up in the cage. You know what I mean? If we have strikers who could just put the ball in the fucking back of the net, then things might just be you know a whole lot different now. But yeah, I think I, I'm. I don't know. Arsenal look look good enough to come there and get a, a victory, in my opinion, to be honest. But let's hope not. Wow. And what would your actual? So what would your preferred midfield be, G? Like, well, if everyone's fit. Yeah, every, yeah, no, with every who's available. Oh, who's available? Um, yeah, with who's available? Yeah, for this game in particular. I want to say Endo, but then I don't trust the brother sometimes, man. I feel like he's too wishy washy, man. But um, you got no one else for the DM, not have you? I know, yeah, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying, Tom. The only other option you could go with is you could just put Trent in there and just have Gomez as your right back in this game. So maybe Trent, but then it goes back to what we was laughing about earlier on. Um, maybe Trent. You know what? I would actually go Endo, Trent right centre mid, and Zabozalai left centre mid. So that's the midfield you want to see. You think that's best fitted to get a result in this game against Arsenal? Hear what I'm saying, man. I feel like the midfield just looks shit when I think about it. <laughs> but that's a midfield that I think in my head. Just might it just might be something different. I just don't feel like Curtis Jones is going to be the one to really do us any favors in this kind of game. If not him, if not if not that midfield, then you know what? Just start Harvey Elliott. Then just just start him. That just that's the only other thing I can think of. Start Harvey Elliott on that right central midfield. Put um, Zabozalai left central midfield, and then you can play Endo if you want. Okay, and that's fair. Right back. And, and Liverpool 12th man, I appreciate this because I do get this comment a lot, which lets me know I'm not a terrible guy as people try to make out. It says, despite being a red devil, Hasakazm City TV, good show, keep up the good work. Yeah, man, like I always let, you know what I'm saying, no, rival no. fans come on and have their say. I know people would rather hear from Liverpool fans, I mean, about Liverpool from Liverpool fans because I say certain things. People automatically just don't think I'm hating. And obviously you can learn something <laughs> new as well in regards to it, especially from the likes of Tom, the likes of G, even Brian as well. As reactionary as he can be, some of the <laughs> he, stuff he, he has called out. You know, on Ryan's head it echoes. <laughs> yeah, that's a nah, Ryan's a snitch, man. Ryan's yeah, a snitch, man. I don't know, he man. He's a snitch too. Yeah, he that just, too. He just threw everyone under the bus, crazy. He did yo straight away. I let, I would even like being like, yo, like anything bad. I was like, yo, you've been critical. You know what I feel most for though, Jenny. Jenny weren't even here to defend himself. He just fucking <laughs> threw Jenny. He just threw him under the bus, bro. Just threw him under the bus like there was no man's business. Uh, Man's uh, probably, he, Jerry's he, probably he sleeping right about now. Oh, fucking hell. Jenny just got dragged in. <laughs> no reason. Jerry dragged in Jerry for no reason. Dragged in Jerry for no reason whatsoever. Like I said, make sure you subscribe to G and Tom's channels. Links are in the title. Click the link, open up new tabs. Make sure you subscribe to Sarcasm City TV Gaming as well, the YouTube channel, people. The link's in, not only is it underneath in the description, I dropped it in the chat alongside the membership as well. Hey, 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 Jay, I don't know what you're talking about. He says, nah, I don't gas flawless. He's a terrible guy. Don't <laughs> let him fool you. He's sneaky with his comments and yeah, his agenda. You got to play it all 
close attention to some of the stuff he said. Hey, like I always say in it, I just tell the truth and people don't like me because it's me, because of the messenger. And you know who does the same thing? Tom. Tom be in the chat talking rubbish about Manchester United. And guess what? I can't even be mad because what he say, just because I don't like the messenger, doesn't make the message. That's why I don't get at him. But he'd be talking about United. I'm like, it's facts. I don't like the fact that he's saying it. But it's just the truth. And that's what it is. Happens all the time. And I'll say something truthful and back again podcast. Again, I keep referring to that. I'll say some true shit on there. A man will get mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Hassan will go off. People call me a wallet. And I'm like, did I lie though? That nah, was just because it's you. But all right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I wonder why Crystal Palace is saying no one likes Liverpool. I, I, I wonder why you of all people, Crystal Palace, why she was a Crystal Palace fan, might not be best happy with Liverpool this season. Like we didn't go sell this park and just rob three points off you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Good. Tough times, yeah, man. Tough times. Very tough times. And Eli says, going back to Amarin, I feel like he'd be a perfect uh, fit for this Manchester United squad. Thoughts. One thing I will say is because Eli, because it was last week and I was doing my research on him. So it's like, I Googled him and he, I like his resume. You know what I'm saying? I don't know enough about him outside of that. So Tom mentioned in regards to like his playing style and things of that nature. Don't know anything like that. Man management, how he prefers to play, how he deals with adversity, but his resume matches up. Because what I don't like when it comes to the Manchester United job is people naming people who have had one full season in, in a top European league or one and a half <laughs> full seasons. Or yeah, like Mano mentioned Deserby. And I'm like, to me, to get the Manchester United job, and I'm, I think Deserby's done a good job. I need more than that. Like, you must have faced some form of adversity somewhere and won something. It doesn't even have to be a domestic league or a Champions League. Win a European Cup. I'm saying Europa League, for example. Win your domestic cup, wherever you are, whether that's Spain, whether that's Italy, France, Germany, Portugal, something. Like, you can't come to Manchester United. You are basically driving a Formula One car with L plates. That's not it. You know what I'm saying? That's like, so that's what it is. With L plates, you wouldn't do that. And you're going up against Pep and Klopp and Arteta. And so you're going up against the creme de la creme in regards to in the league. Who are, that's like going up against like prime Michael Schumacher, Lewis Hamilton, and pick another Formula One driver. And you're there with L plates on in the Formula One car. Like, no. Like, at least we've done something. Like, I know Manchester United are in a bad way and I fully get that. But at least I've done something to warrant getting the job. My bar for the job is still... It's still high in regards to you don't have to have won everything, you don't even have to win everything at the top level, but it can't be the first time you face pressure. Have a resume of some sort, at least manage three years in, in a domestic league, at least and not Sweden or Denmark. Like I said, one of the major ones I mentioned, your France, Italy, Spain, Germany, Portugal, Holland. Throw them in the mix. Like, you know, I'm, and I'm not I'm not with it. So yeah, I'm remembering I like his um I like the resume, but I'll have to watch him closely and let's see how he does in the Europa League. Or if he picks up the Europa League, it's like, all right, that adds to his resume because you're under some I mean, form of pressure. He knocked Arsenal out last year. Exactly. So you've done something. I forgot he was even the manager at that point. So you've done something of not where you go, all right, you knocked Arsenal out. You've been under some form of pressure and being there at sport and you're under pressure anyway to deliver because they will sack a manager. So yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see what's what. Um, but yeah, before we go, score predictions from you, man. Score predictions for the Liverpool Arsenal game. We'll go to you, G. Is she going to predict us a score? <laughs> one, one. One, first, 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 one, one. Is, is, is the goal coming from an attacker, G, or is it coming from somewhere else? I actually think Darwin Nunes will score. You think Darwin will score? All right. I think he will score, man. He'll just shut everybody up and just, he'll just score. Mm. Okay. Um, 
you know, fucking uh, four nil Liverpool. Let's just have a laugh. Yeah, if it happens, you, you come out. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh yeah, Carabao Cup as well. I forgot about that. You lot obviously playing West Ham, so we'll stay with you, Tom. Prediction uh, in that game. Three one, hopefully, but you gotta win this tournament because there's fuck all good teams left in it. You don't want to piss away a trophy. Fast, fast, G. Um, does it, does this go straight to penalties? Yeah, straight to pens. Mm-hmm. Liverpool and penalties. Gee, my heart can't say pens. Predict something else. Can't say pens. Uh, um, two one Liverpool. Thank you. I'm 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 not ready to watch Gerald Conte step up for pens. Oh, mate, I promise you. Like, if Liverpool go to pen- Liverpool can't afford for their own PR to be going to penalties in a game before Arsenal. Like, it's just long. Right now, just win the game normal and everyone just walk away, no injuries, and we're good to go. They can't afford to be going to penalties right now. It's just long. It's honestly just a long, 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 long. That's, that's fair. No, I'm saying that is, that is very, very, uh, very VIP art, it's Girona. Girona, yeah, Girona. Looking. Yeah, because people, yeah, because people have mentioned their manager. Like that's a prime example. Like, all right, he's doing very well now, but I still need to see more. Like, yeah, like he, 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 he wouldn't be someone I'd want to get right now anyway. Because yes. I'll be like, he'd have to win La Liga this season. Then I'll be like, <laughs> maybe. Like, yeah, I'd have to. Maybe. Look that's something on his resume. You go, that's exceptional. Okay, yeah. you could be one of those guys. You yeah, could yeah, be yeah, one yeah. of those guys. Just, just go look at the big clubs in the last hour of many years. Chelsea had a knack of appointing top quality managers and then they went for, in the space of three managers, Lampard and Potter. Mm. And they were the two worst managers that clubs had now of many years. Big clubs have a pressure that certain managers can't deal with. I think yeah. I can't remember who said... I, surprisingly, I think the fucking... The smartest thing this man's ever said, Brendan Rodgers, you don't realise the pressure... Of a Liverpool, a United, and Arsenal until you're actually at the football club. Yes. That's this is what I This is what I keep telling people all the time. There is nothing like being in that hot seat. That's why I'm so critical because every I say it all the time, you are analysed 25-8 as Manchester United manager, as Liverpool manager. You are like, it's not... These other managers get match days off. Ten Hag gets no match days off. The Zerbi can go two and a half months without a single win. No one bats an eyelid. I'm saying you don't win for three match. You don't win for two matches as Manchester United mini crisis. Mm. It's a conversation. You win, and there's more talking points. I've said this before. There was one week United won, and the Zerbi lost three 0 at home to West Ham or three one, and there were, and Ten Hag received more criticism for winning than the Zerbi did for losing. That's the level I'm talking about. Everything <laughs> you do is analyzed and critiqued and broken down, not just by content creators by ourselves, not just on social media, also mainstream media as well. It's a full 25-8 circus that follows you around, waiting for you to break, waiting for you to slip, waiting for you to get a bad result, I mean, say something wrong. He's going to talk about it with your club. Beggy, you know how to deal with it. Moise comes yes. in. Never dealt with a club that's hard before. Crumbles. Never. LVG, been at the top clubs, knows how to deal with it. Mourinho, been at the top clubs, knows how to deal with it. Ollie comes in. While it's a bit all, oh, yippee. Falls apart very quickly. Rangnick, I'm not, I don't even count him. Ten Hag, I think the same thing's happened here. He's got swallowed Second by time, yeah. Second, and the thing is, it just took longer with a, with Ten Hag. First season, yeah. It's took longer and it's been... Yeah. It's took longer it's, and the self-destruction's been even yes. bigger. Because it's constant. There's no let up. Even though you've had a good season in your first season, 
all right, it's always, what have you done for me? Not even lately. What are you doing for me now? That's what it is at Manchester. Yeah, yeah, you had a good season. Yes, you turned players around, turned the team around, won a trophy, second best home record, third. Cool. But that don't give you leeway the next season. All right, we expect this next season plus more. That's now the bare minimum. That pressure is right. And if he even had a good say, he turns it around this season. The third season will be like that. And then the fourth. There's not, it don't stop. You know what I'm saying? All top managers that you've had, I'm just I'm just clocking it now. So LVG won the FA Cup. Yeah. Uh, Mourinho won Europa League and League Cup. Yeah. Um, Ten Hag has obviously got the League Cup from last season as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be those managers who are, and obviously, um, uh, Ten Hag has obviously been at Ajax, who are a big club in terms of around Europe. So not as big as Manchester United, but they're a big enough club. He's obviously been with Pep Guardiola as well. Um, so he understands to a degree in terms of being, not to say he can handle it. Um, again, I don't, he's kind of wishy-washy right now, but I'm just thinking about all the managers who have been, who understand the assignment when it comes to a big club. They're the ones who have won you the trophies. All the other yeah. ones are the ones who haven't. So David Moyes, the only gonna Solskjaer is like obviously Randy. They had never experienced down, anything but... like it, and even yeah. with all the experience of the managers who were successful here, they still failed. Their yeah, reigns overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. Even Mourinho, as as much as he dealt with it, failed here. Like you weren't mm-hmm. brought in to do that. Same with a Van Gaal, even though you won a trophy. Same with Ten Hag, who's coming from Ajax, who actually has a resume and have been <clears> successful, and you are under pressure at Ajax. But it is so much different. We're being at Manchester United, in particular the Premier League, because it's the most watched. So because it's the most watched, it's the most talked about. Like, forget quality. Like, it's worldwide known that the Premier League is easily the most covered. Like, mm-hmm. without doubt. So it's like that. See, I, that I, I can deal with Liverpool as well. But Julian and Benitez, Pandler. Hodgson comes in, shambles. Yeah. Daglish knew how to handle it. He was old-fashioned, but he knew how to handle it, won a trophy. Yeah. Rodgers comes in. Net, couldn't handle it from minute one. Because it's he, different. And, but and the thing is, with Rodgers, you get you get in the top manager like Klopp handles it. Well, because the thing is with like the likes of a Rodgers as well. Mm. I say this all the time. Some managers are just good for certain levels. Brendan Rodgers is that. If you want to be yeah. at a certain level, same with Moyes. Moyes, you want to be a solid Premier League side. I'm saying finish comfortably in the top. You want to be your own league. Rodgers. You want to be your own league. Moyes and Rodgers. You are right. above that. They will let you down. Because the level of expectation is different But hey, love to everyone that's locked in Great show, man As always, big up to G Big up to Tom as well Make sure, don't forget We are available on all audio platforms as well, people So wherever you listen to your podcast Or wherever you listen to music Any streaming platforms Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud Type in Sarcasm City TV And this show and all the other shows on the channel Apart from watch-alongs will pop up Like I always say, if you want to listen While you're cooking, while you're cleaning Driving, while you're at work work maybe at the gym whatever the case may be actually you know what you may not want to you know listen to it while the gym because you may end up laughing and dropping weights on yourself so be careful if you're <laughs> listening on the audio platforms via the gym people but whatever the case may be so yeah man make sure spotify hits with the follow button five star us sarcasm city tv or you spotify users itunes apple podcast or you iphone users five stars and leave us a review big up to everyone in the chat as well i got to all the questions make sure you subscribe to g's channel you see it there the link's in the title same for tom's as well but g uh, anything else you want to add let me know where they can find you and all that good stuff um you guys can see it there uh gtv football, sh- uh, football show channel i've just left a comment in there so yeah guys if you can 
we're 10 away from 900 subscribers so oh light work man get him to 10 yo there's over 150 click the link in the title right now get g to 900 man Nah, big up man um but yeah other than that man like i love having the chat with both tom um and flawless as well and Brian as well even though he said some crazy stuff you know a bit of a snitch you know but we'll align we'll give him a blight we'll keep we'll keep him here we'll keep him here but um nah man it's a good chat all the time man late night vibes you guys obviously in the chat as well whether we agree or disagree i love the love regardless um do you get what i'm trying to say so guys keep it coming man and listen as someone mentioned before we're on the road to 10k do you get what i'm trying to say so let's get this party on the road man let's get it popping let's get it popping Let's do it. Tom, same to you, my G. Anything you want to add, let me know where they can find you, all that good stuff, what you got coming uh, up the rest of the week. Just some with the one. Uh, gonna get, I, I'm being a little bit more consistent with content now, so there'll be something probably either tomorrow before the Love game that. or the day after the game reviewing it. Love that. But, but wait, I, I, got, I got some ideas in the pipeline. And even if you've not had enough of me today, which I'm shocked by, but if you've not had enough of me today, <laughs> Straight on to Sarkham City TV game afterwards, you're going to watch the Scouse Mamadou Sacco <laughs> try and help Sarkham City Yeah, man. We're going to be there. You know what I'm saying? So we are going to redirect straight to Sarkham City TV um, gaming channel. People go subscribe, bro, to 500 subscribers on over there. Support the man. And this show every Tuesday. So if this is your favorite show, there is a playlist for it on the channel. So you can just click on the playlist and you can see all the shows there that I update on a weekly basis. In regards to tomorrow, well, technically today, 4.30 p.m., uh, Man of United. Um, no, Man of United, sorry. Fan calling show. I didn't do it on Monday. So you're getting a fan calling show, 4.30 p.m. UK time. 4.30 p.m. UK time. And then 12.30 a.m., you will get the Sarcasm City Sports Q&A. So no watch along for the Liverpool-West Ham game. There's a new show dropping on here, current affairs thing that you lot are going to love. 8 p.m., uh, the one-off podcast. You lot are going to love it. But we're going to redirect anyway straight to the gaming channel right now. So before you leave here, hit the like button, subscribe. You can see Tom's ready. Playoff settings in it. I'm ready as well. So, yeah, love to everyone that has locked in. <laughs> love to everyone that has locked in. This has been the Manchester United Liverpool show, Man United podcast, analysis at Anfield podcast. Podcast on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up. Peace.